Now, we in the past have generally sucked at this, but I am confident that tonight is the night. Tonight is the night where everyone is able to introduce themselves on the first try. Tonight is the night, okay, where where we're able to introduce ourselves in one shot. So here we go, and we're going to popcorn to each other after we're done. And we're all going to remember that tonight as well. Okay, that's what we're. That's the plan. That's what we're gonna do. I'll go first, and then I'll popcorn someone, and then we'll go from there. Okay. This is very ambitious. This, is, this way, I can mm. demonstrate for you how to do this in one shot. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm Wash. I play Gemini <laughs> Peppermint, the uh, the mole folk, crazy little wizard guy, um, super duper small, but a Spitfire, and uh, recently stole a uh, a briefcase of of cryptocurrency that was just like in physical form magical cryptocurrency um over to you matt hello i'm fox i am also matt i am matt who plays fox a rogue changeling who has taken a liking to jebediah and is slowly trying to break out of his edgy shell we'll pop it over to you jake Hi, I'm Jake. I'm also Owlin. I'm Owlin who plays Jake. Wait. Um, I am a Azamar barbarian, and uh, I, you know, Owlin is a very, he's a very thoughtful uh, scientific man, uh, which, uh, you know, when you just look at him, that wouldn't be your first guess. He's, you know, a barbarian. He looks very, like, you know, strong and muscly and fighty. But in fact, he would rather just, like, think about life and ponder it. Uh, with popcorn, Trevor. Hello, I'm Trevor. I play Zothkug, the orc cleric of the group. Originally green, once blue, and now gray. Hmm. Uh, he is the... It's the stoner cleric of uh, Elnor. To you, Josh. Welcome to the Wing Badger Tavern, home to the most interactive adventure on the internet, where four unlikely companions go on a quest to bring magic back to the world of Urida. Aid these noble adventurers, or hinder them, by joining us live on Mondays at 9pm Eastern over at twitch.tv slash wingbadgergaming. We rejoin our heroes tonight as their strange but lovable companion Circles falls dead at their feet, stabbed by another resident of the spooky crack den where they hope to find some answers. Standing wow. before you on the other side of this room Whoa. is a large, mostly like an olive green, kind of bumpy textured giant. He's not giant in the hill giant sense, but he's giant in the like small hulk sense, like like mm. smart hulk. He's around that size. He's got these sort of weird ridges and spines up and down the outside of his arms, coming down his back like natural armor. So he's armor. abomination, the Hulk villain. And and he's holding in each hand a battle axe. He's left his knife like sticking through Circle's throat who has fallen to the ground and he now has a battle axe in each hand and he just roars looking at you. You have 60 seconds to talk tactics. I'm scared. Uh, I'm, if I'm I remember correctly, up. Jeb and um, Fox are not in there, right? I believe you had just entered as okay. the um, as the last combat ended. So by now, I think you probably caught up. Okay. Alan has expended both of his rages until the next rest, so that's fun. Um, I think. I mean, he's ready to he's ready to to great sword a guy. Like that's that's kind of his default. Like, well, crap. 
I guess this is what's going to have to happen. I don't know about you guys. Zoth is here for support. And he is terrified. He's like, circle, <laughs> no! Like, basically, I'm, I'm just like, I, this, I'm, this, I'm this is not the vibe he wants, man. Yeah, the mic can... has crawled inside the pot with the magic moss. Like He's just hiding in the pot. Yep. I can, I can slow him down a little bit if we need to beat feet. But if we want to take him out, uh, I can pew pew. 10 seconds. I think I, we want to take him out, likely. I don't know. That's. I I don't know. Let me the try, man looks let me, like let a small Let me try hall. something, guys. Let me try and slow him down. And we're Trevor in combat. Good, Who's going first? Zoth, Zoth. go first. Zoth. I'm going to cast the command spell. I'm going to eat a plant. Or not eat. Uh, yeah. Eat use a plant. plant. Crunch okay. up a plant. Use its magic leaf. Cool. You pluck a leaf right off of your plant, and you feel the slight surge of magical energy rush through you, and you are able to cast the command spell. Uh, what is the save? Uh, the save is going to be a wisdom saving throw. All right. And what's he... What's um, the DC? Yeah. What, what's what's the DC 15. there? And what's the command? Uh, command will be to... Um, halt. The target doesn't move and takes no actions. A flying creature stays aloft, provided that it is able to do so. If it must move to stay aloft, it flies the minimum distance needed to remain in the air. Okay. Um, he continues his roar, rears back with one of his axes, and then seems to kind of freeze in place. He's still, like, he's straining against the idea of halting, but it seems like like his, he looks as confused as can be. He's like, why are my arms not killing things? So in-game, in just, just flavor-wise, Zoth doesn't say halt. He says, whoa, man, let's chill. We can talk this out. And then cast a command. Okay. Uh, who's uh, next? How about Alan? Uh, I think. Oh, so. Oh, <laughs> my uh, camera just died, but I'm still here. <laughs> okay. Um, I wish we would have talked more about this plan. Do we want to run? Are we running? Is that what's happening? I'm gonna fight. I'm fighting now. All right. <laughs> uh, Twenty-two. I assume hits. Uh, yeah. Okay. You hit him. Okay. Which I believe interrupts the command spell now that he's been damaged well has uh, uh, what uh you, it doesn't tell, say talk to me about your damage eight damage eight damage great you hit him for eight damage with a great sword so you just like mm -hmm. smack into one of his arms that's holding the battle axes thinking like this will certainly make him drop his battle axe it does not but you're able to chip off like a big chunk of the natural armor. And underneath you can see this like sinewy green kind of like muscle. Uh, all right, Jebediah, what you doing? Uh, Jeb's gonna load a shell, just a small one into his blunderbuss. Uh, he's actually gonna kind of like use his mouth, kind of like pull it off of the bandolier just cause he's holding the briefcase in one hand and pops it down in the top. Boom, gonna shoot a little bit of a, of a poofy ice cloud at the guy and crystals start to form around on him. He All needs right. to make a uh, constitution saving throw. He can do that. He... Okay, he rolled a one, and then he rolled a one. So if he confirms <laughs> this one with a failure, he dies. Just so we're <laughs> clear. Oh, wow. Two. He rolled a three. He literally falls over dead. So much oh, for that geez. encounter. <laughs> we did it, guys. Great job. Wow. He oh, just... man. <laughs> Jeb, what was that? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I spit on it a little bit too much or something. That the, that those ones normally don't do that. I I will say I I don't know if 
too much is exactly I'm, just the right amount, I would I would say. I'm going to the corner still recovering. Check on circle, Josh. Uh, yeah, you can go check on circle. Make a medicine check. Uh, Fox, what are you doing? I'm I, I everybody just killed a man and I'm over here in the corner still recovering from throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> in the space um, it takes you to throw up and then wipe off your mouth. You look over my, and there's like two dead people on the ground. <laughs> my medicine check is 12. Okay. Uh, with a 12, you're able to identify that he's quite dead. Um, okay. He's been stabbed through like the back of his spine and it's now poking out the front of his neck. There's not a whole lot that you can do yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, you could like i mean it's fresh enough that if you were able to take him to a cleric and cleric magic was working they might be able to you know revivify or restoration or whatever but it, because those things aren't working it's probably there's probably nothing you can do um as you're examining him he like with his last little gasps of life he locks eyes with you and then it looks like he's trying to say something and then he goes silent and like falls to the ground limp and and he is no more Jeb, could you could you dig us dig us a little grave for him? For circles? For circle. I mean, do we want to hang out here for a bit? I mean, I like the guy and everything, but it's gonna <laughs> take a bit. I can't just like scoop scoop. I, I, I will say it may I be still. better to exp like uh either leave or like drag his body out, leave, or leave him here for now continue onwards and come back for that that's that would be my suggestion all right guys. i know i'm not normally the decisive one here but like this is not the best spot <laughs> i i just we came here i'm taking something out of here ain't coming out of here empty-handed after what just this is too much all right <laughs> i need to have justification for being here i'll go ahead and i'll go ahead and start doing something with circles i i tell you what i'll do i'll uh, i'll tunnel just go and tunnel and i'll just pull him behind me just so just kind of like drag him just and then it's like his feet are poking up out of the hole and then he just goes Foomp. and uh, i'm just gonna go like three or four feet down and just kind of pull him till i stop and then tunnel up and just bury both of the ends that works um, great I'm but while i'm in there i'm gonna like pull for that time that's cool while i'm in there i'm gonna like uh pat him down a little bit and see if he's got anything on him that might help us avenge him um so josh yeah we're in this room with a cauldron yes was there anything else uh now that you are taking more time to kind of examine the room fully there is the cauldron in the center it's bubbling over a fire that seems to be running untended um, in the back wall, you can see some like scraps of torn fabric. They're not like rugs or anything. They're just like like unrefined textiles that seem to have been piled into a sort of nest or like caught on the ground. They're like really dirty and they smell pretty bad. Um, you also see like a small backpack laying there on the ground next to it. And then you can see three different tunnels uh, leading out of this room that all look kind of roughly hand carved the same way that the tunnel into it did. So there's a tunnel you came in and then there are three more tunnels each leaving. Down two of them, it's darkness just like the first one was. But down the third, you can see like a faint flicker of light at the end about the intensity of like a candle. So not even like a torch level, but just like a little candle flickering. Uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, search the backpack. All right, you search through the backpack and um, you find a bunch of like 
really soft leather. Like it wouldn't be useful for an arm for armor. It's like it's almost like like padding to protect, you know, like a gem or something inside is kind of your first thought. But then you also find like a scrap a ripped scrap of paper. And on the paper, it says, uh, at the top is a heading that says pre-mining checklist. And then underneath, there's like some little text that says, Sacrium is incredibly unstable. So make sure to pad your pick, and then it's ripped. Mm. Pad you don't your find pick. find anything else of value in the- Ladies uh, and gentlemen, remember that. <laughs> pad your pick. If you're mining Sacrium. No, just in general. Pad your pick. Yeah. Pad, pad your pick. pick. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, okay. Or pick your um, pad. Sorry, anyway. If, if nobody else is doing anything immediately, I might just wander down the candle. I'm checking out um, circles. Okay. You're checking circle... Are you just, like, looting them, basically? I mean, you know, like, I, I kind of want to... You know, I'm doing a silly way of burying him, but, you yeah. know, I kind of want to do him right, so I'll probably... I don't feel like he should be like anybody should just be buried in the clothes that they were found, you know, in the state that they yeah. were found in. You know, they should be kind of like prepared a little bit. So yeah, I'll like pull his gear off. He has that that slate thing, mm -hmm. um, but does he does he have anything else on him that I would uh, that I would pull off of him? He's got the process? sheath with no blade in it. He's got the um, weird slate thingy which um, if you're taking that off and adding it into your inventory, you can add Cypher to your inventory. Oh. Um, and we don't know what that is yet, but for text-wise, that's what, that's what you're adding to your inventory. And he also has now that pouch um, of black powder. It's now full again. He, he went and mm. found more Sacrium. So it's like maybe... How many doses? It's probably, Itch. well, you know what? Let me roll for that. I don't want to say what it probably is. We're going to roll for sure. that. Understandable. 13 doses. Okay. 13 rounds of sacrium he found. Are you searching him while underground or are you doing yeah, this like, before burying? He pulled him underground and then I think is just kind of taking care of the body, right? Okay. He's yeah. like stripping the gear off and whatever. Um, arranging him in like a you know a more dignified position, probably removing the knife, all that junk. You also yeah, yeah you find a a knife that was stabbed into his throat. Um, so that's there. Uh, Anything distinct about the knife? No, not any in particular. Markings? It's a really standard like like hunting knife, basically it's something that any traveler might carry with them. Didn't circles have like a fancy hat? Or am I imagining that? Mm, I think he did have a hat, but it like didn't his hat fall off in? Maybe his... he had a hood. Maybe he had like a hood. He did over have a tattered cloak thinking. with a hood. That's, that you must be what his, You could have his rags of a cloak with a hood. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I think I think I'll take that off. <laughs> All right. You could trade that for a wingle digit, probably. <laughs> yeah, at least one. <laughs> yeah. One well, I'm thinking more if it's like tattered and big, um, it would be big on Jeb that maybe it'd be like, you know, something he could blend in with. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm going to add a second die to the tension pool here. Um, let's hop over to Fox, who has wandered down the candlelit hallway. Um, Fox, about halfway down the hallway, you hear little teeny footsteps behind you. You turn around and yeah, the mic in it is, is walking with you. He also wafts up a spore so the two of you can communicate. Um, he says, what are you, what are you doing down here? Well, um, to be honest, uh, 
I, I, a lot of, a lot of stuff just happened, and I feel like I'm just on, on a autopilot, and uh, I, well, we're, we, we just, we're robbing a house, I believe, is what we just did. Um, so if we're gonna do it, at least I'm gonna get something out of it. So I'm looking around the house. That uh, room that we were just in, it made me feel scared. Can I come with you? Sure. Uh, um, are, you, are you sure you don't want to go with Zothka? He's he's usually more of the big friendly type. He's still in the scary room. Okay. Thank sure, you. Sure, you can you can follow me. And yeah, just kind of tags along behind you. So. You make your way down to the candlelit room at the end of the hallway. As soon as you are at the entrance, I'm assuming since you're being kind of cautious, you're not just stepping right in, right? You'd want to check out the room first. Yeah, of course. The way yeah, we just so, murdered a man. So you're standing <laughs> at the entrance to this room. Uh, you have not yet stepped in, so the candlelight doesn't reach you. Because it's candlelight. It's pretty soft stuff. Um, you're looking into the room, and what you see is three dead bodies on the ground of the room. And then you recognize that this room is another one of those rooms with the trap door and the sigil and mm. the spikes and the whatnot. But the difference is that in this room, it looks like someone has tried to mine or maybe several someone's has tried to mine out whatever is under the trap door. There's like really poorly dug out chunks in the ground around the trap door. So you can actually see down through to the spikes underneath it. And that's where the flickering golden glow is coming from. So it's not actually candlelight. It's the glow of those spikes that are that are holding back magic or whatever. And as you're looking more into the room, you're kind of looking at the different bodies. They are all dressed in mining equipment. And there are several padded pickaxes on the ground. Each of the bodies has been killed by a stab straight through from their back left shoulder across their body and out through the right lung. It's like a really precision kill. And you're kind of taking all this in, you're looking around, and then in the back of the room, just because you're a rogue and you kind of know what you're looking for, there's like, you know, the, the rocks are uneven in the walls of this room. You see a person standing in the shadow of one of those cracks. Um, just kind of, just kind of chilling back there. Um, she, it, at first, it's just a person, but as you look closer and you give a little more time to the search, you recognize that it's a woman. She's standing with a thick woolen cloak currently bound around her waist, covering a sturdy pair of traveler's pants, which stretch down to her ankles and then tuck into a pair of heavy boots. Her torso is wrapped in some kind of cloth over which is a boiled leather armor with numerous pockets and pouches that honestly look kind of convenient for your line of work. And there's even a strap with seven exquisite throwing knives. And like you, you know throwing knives. Like being a rogue, those are a thing that you know all about. These are top tier. In fact, they might even like give, like they might be able to do more than just your own skill. They may add some kind of bonus to the ability of Whoa. using a throwing knife. <laughs> um, if you were going to put it numerically, my camera just died again. If you it were going to put it numerically, you might suggest that perhaps they would add like a plus two to the kind of attack that you might do with throwing knives. Mayhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, at her sides, bare arms are resting loosely. Her right arm is holding a short sword casually, and her left arm is clutching tightly what appears to be like a long, thin rock of some kind with like a weird reflective sheen to it. Her hair is matted and fraying, and the darkness of her hair is actually accentuated by the fact that her skin is a pale blue covered in these really light, like kiwi green freckles. 
Her oh, eyes are no. a flat gray, and they look as dead as the bodies on the floor. Then she looks straight at you as you're still kind of sizing her up and trying to figure out what to do, and she says, It's madness, and I won't let you. I won't let anyone else destroy themselves. I may have failed my oath, but in this, I find some small speck of absolution. No one else will destroy themselves here. Now that she's talking to you and takes one step forward into the light, you can see she can't be more than 17 years old. Whoa, whoa. All right, listen. You need to calm down for a second. I'm not here to become a crackhead, all right? Um, are you okay? <laughs> like, you don't look okay and kind of freaking me out. Um... We just we just got ambushed by a guy. We just killed a guy. So I'm still reeling from that. Um, I'm gonna take a few steps back and keep the mic in a yeah behind me. So are you trying to back away down the hallway and leave the room, or are you trying to talk to her and just step back a little bit, like for space and safety? For space and safety. Okay. So you you step back like one or two steps into the hallway, and yeah, the Mykonid has like turned sideways and sucked in his chest to like hide behind your legs so that <laughs> she can't see him. Um, and she says, I am as fine as the mad can be. I have lost my way and am now seeking absolution. I'm not crazy, but I am mad. I was sent here to stop this, all of it but I failed. I became victim to the same thing, the same evil. And now I can't even put the pieces together. I can't even go home. I don't know where home is. And you can see like the desperation on her face. Oh, oh okay, okay. Just take a deep breath, all right? Um, I'm, I'm going to assume you just killed three men in that room behind you. The last kill you. was seven days ago. You, you've been here for seven days. Yes. There are other people here. Did they not notice you for seven days? They seem to have stopped coming to this room. Oh, you know. If, Which enough. was my intention. If they um, don't come here, they can't destroy themselves. Okay, so... All right, let's let's just take one one breath at a time, okay? I'm gonna. Do you want to leave the room, perhaps? Someone has to stop them. I am standing vigil. It is all I can do. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll be. I'll be back. All right. I'll be. I'll be back. She just, just steps back into the shadows, raises up her dagger over her chest, like in a sort of ready stance, and says nothing. Have a good day. I'm going to back out, never turning away from her, <laughs> all the way back to the other room. Meanwhile, um, in the other room. <laughs> ah, it's a Josh. Yep, so I'm working on the camera. Just don't acknowledge it. I don't know what's going so on with it tonight. Once once Jeb comes back up, Zoth will be like, all right, uh, we'll be all right with everyone if I just say a few words, you know respect the dead and all yeah sure absolutely uh yes but um where where did he uh, oh no i'm horrible matt's character fox where His did fox go on screen i'm not Bruh. looking at that screen i'm looking probably, at my character sheet hey man he probably just took a walk you know he's got to chill after some something like this 
Well, you haven't not spent a, much time. Not a great place to chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not a great place to chill. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. Decidedly not. Will will not be fine. Yeah. Uh, let's let's find him. How how does that sound? <laughs> At that moment, uh, like Fox comes back okay. all the way towards you. I stand corrected. See, there he is, man. He's always um, okay. He just needed to take a walk so, and cool off. Uh, uh, there's a. Uh, sorry, Zoth. I should have had better faith in you. There, there's a crazy uh, teenager with with daggers and stuff. The other, don't go down that room. Just, I stand uncorrected. It was dangerous, and we didn't realize it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, I, I, I think something is definitely going on. Um, so I, I saw one of those trap doors that we've been noticing. In here, in this, yes, I guess that makes sense. In this cracked in, yes. Um, in this layer of horrors, uh, and it looks like they were trying to dig through it. And the, the people who are trying to dig through it, I assume, are the three corpses now lying beside it. Um, and there's this, there's this crazed, sorry, not crazed, maddening. 17 year old with weapons that she seems to use way too efficiently uh i just she doesn't want anybody to go in the room i wouldn't go in the room does she need food does she need water i think she needs a lot more than that soft cug uh (laughs) like a lot of food and water (laughs) (laughs) did she threaten you no hmm Indirectly, perhaps, but no. I just, I just don't, I don't know. She won't leave. How would she respond to more people approaching her? She doesn't want you to touch the trap door, so I wouldn't get near that. Especially since my primary goal is to study the trap door. Hmm. Yeah, I, mm, I don't think that's a is, good. Is yeah still with Fox? Yes. Okay. What I, I mean, seen. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you okay? What? When did you? When did you get out of the pot? This room made me feel uncomfortable, so I went with Fox. But that room made me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> so I came back. <laughs> Zoth will just run up, like and he's still in tears from from losing Circle, so he's just gonna run up and and hug hug yeah, and just like hold him, like oh, it's dangerous here. Don't leave me. Um. I think uh, there's a lot of things going on in here, so if we... I feel like there's a lot of information here um, regarding this sacrium stuff that when Circle just died die. for. Um, I, I feel like we, we owe it to Circle to at least try to gain a little bit of information, maybe pass it to the local authorities. I, I agree. What, lo- what, what authorities? I don't know. <laughs> what kind of authorities do you have in the middle of tunnels? I don't know, folk? man. Ask the seventeen-year-old. She probably I, knows the most. I don't think she knows anything anymore. <laughs> um, she was besides how coherent, to kill, more coherent than this guy, and he points to the guy we just killed. She might be. She's been there for seven days, evidently, and I don't know how she's still alive. Could it have something to do with the wild magic present in the room? If you say it has a trap door inside, could the magic somehow be sustaining her? Or 
perhaps she believes oh, she oh, was in the room for seven days that's when in too fact much, she was not. Listen, you want to go down there? That's fine by you. I'm going to try to find some information elsewhere. I feel like she right. could offer some information, man. I agree. She's a local. A crazy local, but a local right. nonetheless. Well, I can't go by myself because I might end up in another room filled with a crazed person and they might actually kill me. So if this is what you want to do, I'll go with. She didn't murder you on the site, man. This, this is true. This guy Friendly was in your face to... than before. Let me go first. I don't know how reactive she's going to be. And I, I just want to make sure we don't get stabbed. Okay. She seems very efficient with the stabbing. All right. Judging by the course. One gets stabbed, man. All right. Uh, I guess I'll lead the group back down the tunnel I just backed out of. Okay. As you come to the end of the tunnel, you sort of are looking towards the shadows where you last saw her and she's not there anymore. And then a voice from like right next to you, like a foot to the right says, I swear I'm not crazy. I know you don't believe me. No one believes me, but, but I was sent here by the wild beast. Okay. Personal space, personal space. All right. Whoa. <laughs> um, okay. Wild beast. Great. Um, all right. I believe wild you. Wild beast, man. The glowing, the glowing beast from the mountain. What mountain? It was, it, it took different forms. Once, once an otter, once a moose, once, once a bird. I'm going to look back towards Jeb and just be like, is there any like lore or like folklore, folktales, something that would mention you may, this? So Zoth, you may try religion as a cleric. Um, okay. Jeb, you may try Arcana if you want as a magi. And oh. Owlin, you may try. You may try <laughs> history as someone who is in the soldier and also the civilized society. Like you probably will be more well-read than the rest yeah. of the party. I got a nineteen on religion. All right, Dang. You, you can remember Sorry. that um, there there were legends. Um, that an avatar of one of the gods took the form of a moose and traveled across the world in a pilgrimage. You don't remember the legends including other animals, but, I mean, hypothetically, it could be possible. I mean, if the avatar can choose the form it takes, why couldn't it take other forms? Hmm. Hey, man, I think I heard of this beast. There's like a legend about the avatar of one of the gods. Of course you have. <laughs> Um, I got a 10 on my arcana check. Uh, you are pretty confident that there's no arcane spell that would make you a glowing monster. Like that, that's pretty complex magic. And like even a druid's wild shape doesn't give them the ability to change like sensory effects about their monster. It would have to be some kind of weird combo magic or maybe the combination of several magic items or something in the, in the divine realm. Yeah, like there's nothing magic. about this, and uh, there's nothing about this in Grandpa's book. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Cole, and I only got a six on my. Yeah, you you don't remember anything low. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. What's your uh, What's your name, ma'am? Do I even Do I even have a name anymore? Let me think. 
And she seems to like actually take a second and try and remember. Come on, I can do this. Machetu. Bless you. Excuse me? <laughs> My name is Machetu. Much interesting name, ma'am. It's what the name I've taken. Much obliged. It's the name Machetu. I've taken in place of my previous name. It means one with the darkness. Ooh. I was he sent here to prevent a great one. evil, but I have become the evil. So you're evil? <laughs> I have become the evil to prevent the evil. I have become uh, murder oh man, to prevent deep. the spiral of addiction. Look at these people around you. Look at them. I I was sent to stop all of this, but I was too late or too sidetracked or too do something, and I failed. How many are left, man? What do you mean? Well, you uh, said there were people here when you came in. How many people are still here? I don't know. I haven't left this room. My job is to prevent them from destroying themselves. Uh, DM. Yes. While this conversation is going on, <clears throat> Jeb's going to take a little bit of a back seat and start to ritual cast identify. It's going to take some time, um, but he's going to like go ahead and start doing that. I want to try to start sniffing out some magic. Okay. In the area. Are you trying to identify anything in particular? So identify just kind of gives me magic eyes and it, like anything that okay. is magical or spell related is outlined in a, in a magical glow. And I can kind of understand Great. the school of magic that it's affected. Like by. detective vision in Batman Arkham oh, no. Asylum. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's detect magic, not uh, identify. My bad. That's that what I thought. Bad. Yeah. Do you have detect magic? I mean, you can cast that too. Oh, okay. Detect no, I, I magic so. vision. In D and D, so I will not be doing that. Okay, I can virtually cast detect magic, but uh, I'm talking to the girl right now. Well. That really does mean one with the darkness. By the way, I literally googled nice. things that mean one with the darkness. <laughs> nice. Um. So. Um. What happens to you then? Is it just being down here makes you creep? Um, was, makes you um different. I was investigating the evil, and I went. I went somewhere. I was following a lead, but I came across. I came across this, and she points down to like some of the. There's like little scatterings of the sacrium powder on the floor, and I thought I needed to know, but instead, it twisted me, and I I can't remember. I can't find the thread of what I was doing. What did, what may I ask, how did you interact with the sacrium? Did you touch it? Did you smell it? Did you uh, light it on fire? Did you happen to conduct any tests with it? Okay. <laughs> Alan, I don't know if this is the time. I, I, I I'm curious. It. How it, oh, okay. And at first it was it it was almost like an empowerment where I, I was thinking faster than I had ever thought before, but but then afterwards, I couldn't think at all. Mm. I spent half a day 
trying to follow my own thoughts and failing. I've had that trip before. It's, <laughs> you know, it's not like the story suggests madness. It's not the addition of something wild to you. It's, it's the emptiness in the places you've had your entire life. Knowing they were filled with constants and then the fear of finding those parts of yourself once, al once so alive, barren, it causes you to do terrible things and that which in our fear we do, we call madness. Very deep. Um, okay, let me just clear this up real quick. Uh, you're trying to stop people from destroying At that moment, she puts her hand out and covers your mouth, like making you silent. And you see her hold up her dagger in her other hand. And all of you hear the footsteps at the same time. Once she's like quieted you, there are footsteps approaching the room from one of the other pathways into it. And then all of a sudden she vanishes like she's there and then she's not there. And then all of a sudden you just hear one clean shoot. And then the sort of of a body falling to the floor. And then she walks back in cleaning off her knife. She says, sorry, go ahead. Uh, did you do you know who that was? Who who was? The thunk. The thunk? Uh the, the person that I assume you may have just incapacitated or murdered. Could you not smell the incoming combat? When people are prepared to do to do murder their scent changes can I do a smell check <laughs> roll perception <laughs> I believe I have keen smell so I can, oh. I can do this with advantage Zoth ah. is not but he still smells <laughs> I rolled two tens um, so that is ten I got a, a 19. Okay. Um, you don't smell anything in particular. That's di I mean, you smell like you yeah. know, the same things you've always smelled. It's kind of musty in these like dirt rooms. Yeah. And there's some blood from like the room behind you because there's a boiling thing of maggots and blood. But like there's not there's not any new smell that you're able to detect. I don't I don't uh, smell murder. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do no, you? Man. Uh, okay. Alan, from your time in the army... You are familiar with a type of scout, like a, a almost like mountain rangers, who mm. were were able to not just track opposing forces, but sort of detect their temperament by the smell mm. they gave off. What? And so uh, this isn't totally unfamiliar to you. This do idea. Do I do I know whether that was granted because of their um, training or because of the way they were born? Like, is this like a racial trait? They were trait? like that when they got to the army. So like, okay. as, as a soldier, they were just like, these people are also assigned to your unit. So okay. you're not really sure how they got that way. Do you remember much of your past before this mission? Um, Bits and pieces. I, I lived, I lived in a palace. Hmm. A palace of ice. At the top of the, at the top of the volcano, there was a palace of ice, and I lived there. Me and and the rest of, of an order, of some kind of. Were we, siblings? No, that can't be right. Grubbug redeemed. Hydrate. 
drink. Cheers, ah, Grubba. I need a drink. I'm gonna go get a drink. I Did suddenly feel say, parched and must be, drink something. I'll be back. Hazoth, do you have anything that uh, that could help clear her head? That could help her think a little straighter? Hazoth thinks for a second. Um, um, let me let me hold on. Let me let me dig through my uh, bag here. That's a pretty big um, bag you got there. I didn't realize how big that. So, I mean, you have you've been carrying that pot around. I've kind of forgot you had a bag off to the side too. Yeah, man. Do Do you mind if I just call you, uh, Mott for short? Uh, that's fine. Um, okay, Mott. Um, so you know this this thing you're protecting? Yes. You know there's others like it, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Took a turn, um, didn't she? Well, I don't really have have too much to offer. Um, if we were, you know, outside with plants, I could probably concoct, find find some like natural remedies and stuff. But down here, there's there's nothing. I think we just what would be best for her is you know make sure she's fed well, get hydrated, and uh, fresh air be the best hear, thing hear me out. Let, if, let this pass over Mott what if we like closed off this and, and sealed it up would you perhaps think about leaving she gestures wordlessly to the, pe the like dead bodies on the ground and the pickaxes next to them they are miners true true are you then sent by the same wild beast? No. If Circle is considered a wild beast, maybe, man. I am uh, <laughs> more concerned about your mental and physical health at the moment. One of the uh, one of the residents here brought. We followed him. He brought us here. We are also interested in the good of. Uh, this this place as well as the world we're I, I mean at least i am on a quest to figure out what's going on with this magic that this black powder the sacrium and these trap doors seem to be conducting okay. well yeah we we know that but we so we down I, believe we're on, I believe we're on the same side here are there even sides i don't know i can't remember I can't keep the thread. Well, I think it's fair to say that... Uh, Where does the thread go? That you're on one side and all these bodies on the other are on the other. <laughs> that would seem to be a fair assessment. Can I can I do an insight check that she's been telling the truth as far sure. as she knows this whole time? Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Are you, are you hungry? 13... To the best of her ability, she's been honest with you, is the conclusion okay. you reach. Um, sorry, did someone else say something? Yeah, I asked her if she was hungry. No, I am okay. Do you want water? That would be nice. I pull um, out... Um, pull out my... Uh, Grubbug has me rolling the tension pool. Oh no, Grubbug. Remember, Ooh. chat, you can influence the adventure live by spending your points. We got four wow. dice oh, in the no. tension pool right now. 
It's already tense, scrub bug. Oh, it's about to get a whole lot tenser. Or maybe uh, not. Let's see here. Oh, no. I cast Tensor's Floating Disc. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I have a DM question when you get a second, Josh. I can take your DM question. Um, This room... Can you can you run over over the the room that we're in real quick again? Like I as sure far can. as entrances, exits, features of the room. Yeah, no problem. Um, the room you're in is the same as all of the other like standard rooms that you've found. So at one point it had it had the um tra the trapdoor in the middle and then just sort of a room around it with some rugs in it. It has been widened by hand, like really poorly dug out. And then the tunnels that are sticking off to the sides have also been dug out by hand. And then people have tried to mine out the center of the room with pickaxes, like really poorly and crudely. And because of those holes where through which you can see the spikes glowing with magical energy, that's the flickering light that is illuminating the room. Besides that, the room is um, empty of things, and there are three dead bodies on the floor, plus presumably a fourth in one of the hallways leading off the room. And then there is this girl um, who is talking to you. How many hallways are leading out of the room? Six. Six? Yeah. Mm, dang. Okay. This is a complex place. Um, I, will, I would like to attempt to... Uh, mosey up to some of the bodies and kind of look them over. Great. As you mosey up to one of the bodies, you find a journal clutched tightly in its hand. Hmm. I'd like to pick oh. it up and thumb Great. through it. You pick up the journal and you begin thumbing through it. Um, thanks to chat for rolling the tension pool. As you uh, begin reading the journal... It starts with the sentence, the adventurer opened the journal. Little did the oh. adventurer know that directly above them, descending from the ceiling, was an unforeseen threat. Make a dexterity save. All right, and, and I would like to do a thing where, um, if I, like, before you say the outcome, I would like to know whether I succeed or fail. Okay. Ooh, that is not very good. Um, that is a eight. You definitely failed. Okay, I would like to. Wait, no, I can't. Never mind. I thought I could do a thing, but I can't. So I okay. failed. Uh, so you failed, which is unfortunate for you. Um, <laughs> true. <laughs> the. Okay, so you take three damage as this sort of long tentacle thing descends from a stalactite hanging off of the ceiling. It unfurls four like jaws and clamps onto Jebediah's shoulder. It looks almost like a smaller version of the Sarlacc in the OG Star Wars. Oh. It just like <laughs> attaches and it's now trying to lift Jebediah back up to the stalactite. So it's pulling him up into the air. Um, it hasn't like actually lifted you, but you can feel it straining against the ground. The other three of you can see this happen. Alan would like dagger. to throw a hand axe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Roll to hit. Does a uh, <clears throat> uh, does eleven hit? Uh, yes, it does. 
A 16 oh, hits also, nice. then, I would assume. Yes, a 16 does hit also. Where'd my D4 go, though? Six damage. Okay, six damage. D4's still in the bag. Alan's been to those axe-throwing places. He knows what to do. Alan's like, this is just like what I did with my buds. <laughs> uh, four damage. Four damage. Okay. Uh, Zothkug, what are you doing? Uh, ferrying Yeah back into the pot. Okay. So you're pushing <laughs> Yeah back into the pot. And then next to you, um, Machitu is going to um, draw one of her throwing knives and just chuck it as hard as she can. She's going to roll to hit. She misses the throwing. She's just like trying not to hit Jebediah. And so it yeah. like, scatters off to the side and doesn't make contact with this thing. We are now in combat, which means you have 60 seconds to talk tactics. Before that 60 seconds start, I will give you a better description of what you're looking at here. So it's all, it's like a long worm thing, but it's perhaps 30 feet long. And oh, the back dang. 20 feet of it are wrapped tightly around a stalactite up in the top. Much like a snake, it is all muscle, so it's able to kind of move itself at will into whatever shape it wants. And then at the head end, there are no eyes, but at the head, there are these four like mandibles that open over its jaws. And then inside the mandibles are octopus-like um, like little suckers that attach to something. And then the jaw itself chomps onto something. So it's not like it's trying to eat Jeb. It's like it's trying to grab him and drag him somewhere else. Um, you can reasonably assume that it's going to try and choke him out like a snake would. Like that's mm. probably its main attack tactic. Okay, you have 60 seconds. Go ahead. Alan's gonna, gonna draw. His, wanna, gonna want to <laughs> draw his greatsword and try to slice it in half. Probably try to hack at it. Um, I'm, I'm gonna uh, keep hitting it with throwing things. Okay. Doth will try. Um, is it just the one, or is there multiple? Like you only see the one. Okay. Um, so then Doth will like try and run over and like grab onto Jeb and like pry him free. Okay. Um, Machitu calls out to you. Keep quiet. There are other things in these caves. Hmm. Uh, all right. It sounds like everyone's figured out what they want to do. Jeb, are you good if I start combat? Go ahead. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll hack at it. All right, Alan, you got 10 seconds. What are you doing? I'm going to take a great sword, try to slice that thing like right above where like like right above where it's attached so that Great. like it's kind of like trying to slice it in half. Like get him, get him. Yeah. Roll to hit. Ah, roll to real bad. It. I rolled a seven. That's real bad. You are unable to hit. You attack it with your great sword, but you misjudged the like strength of this muscle worm thing. And so your sword bounces off. It's like, it's so tense that your sword can't Dang. cut through it. Rough. Uh, Zothkug, what you doing? You're trying to pull him free, right? Yes. Uh, roll a strength check. Jeb, I assume you're resisting, it. right? Like being pulled away? Very yes. much so. So you can roll to help. Oh, yeah. he's like, uh, he's Seven, welcoming. Is that yeah. 17 minus one, so 16. Okay. And Jeb is going to roll to see if he helps you. I rolled a 13. What am I rolling? Uh, strength. What's the check? It's uh, a strength. strength check. It's not much. It's probably like, oh, uh, yeah, it's plus zero. So 13. Okay. That's actually still enough to help. So um, in this opposed strength check here, I never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, 
he the the enemy nat 20 here so you oh. run up and you you give like an incredible yank to try and oh the blessing of chat was put on jeb never mind jeb roll with advantage see how that Let's strength go. comes out go jeb go jeb that's a natural one dog no. oh no at least the natural one doesn't count yeah um because Brah. it's a it's an advantage roll so um you chat it was a great attempt and we appreciate you uh, you are unable to pull free on this go round. Um, Fox, what are you doing? Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna hit it with my short bow now. Okay. That I've had a second. Um, so that's a. Uh, does does a fourteen hit? A fourteen does hit. Yes. I don't think that's it has right. very good armor class I, for I metagaming more than that here. And it hit. So. It was a good attempt, Grubbug. In that case, it does five damage. Five damage. That's a good amount of damage there. Is. Uh, it is now, fun. like, openly bleeding from where the arrow hits it. Um, and it's going to be Machitu's turn. Machitu's going to run up to it because it's engaged in combat, which means that she has advantage. And she's going to nat 20. Oh, and yeah. she's going to confirm. And so in the same precise way that all the bodies on the ground have been put down, she stabs her sword through like a half inch above Jeb's head through one of the like mandibles into the jaw and then out through the neck and then twists it to sever the rest of the body off. So the, the rest of it just falls limp and splats onto the ground next to you. Yes, Jeb. Jeb has a very tall and pointy hat. If she stabbed a half inch above Jeb's head, did she pierce through his hat? I should have said shoulder because that's where it grabbed you canonically. Okay. But, so no, okay. your your hat is safe. <laughs> uh, Jeb, thanks you for But she would totally have hat. stabbed through your hat if it had grabbed you on the head. So I'm glad that earlier I said shoulder. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of your cosmetics. You'd have to wait for a loot box to get a new, a new skin. No, he's just um, got to grind that battle pass. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So anyway, so that happens. The thing is dead, and she turns to you and says, "I I don't even know where that came from. It's almost like some some other force caused this to descend upon us. Perhaps even the gods are against us." So with the with the with the force that Zoth was pulling, I assume him and Jeb sort of fall over, and Zoth <laughs> is just like, "Jeb, no, <laughs> we can't lose you. No more loss today." <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm mm, not here. Too, not, eat this, and he okay. hands you a rejuvenating plant leaf that he still has. Okay. <laughs> I forget how much it uh, heals. Two damage. Okay. It's one of the like dirt herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Two two HP. Dirt herbs. Um, Owlin is going to. Just for posterity's sake, gonna do like a perception check, maybe see if there's any other things up in the ceiling. You know what I mean? Sure. All right. Go ahead and percept. Let's percept. Fourteen. Fourteen. You do not see anything else up in the ceiling. Okay. Okay. I, um. Yeah, man, are you okay? Be. Just for posterity, Jeb is going to lay down on his back on the ground and just breathe very heavily for a bit. <laughs> for posterity. For posterity. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 
I, I, I'm not normally the one to say this. However, would it be beneficial for us to move from this room? I, I, perhaps? I don't think, I don't think the answers are worth the danger. Jim just gives a thumbs up. Answers are worth the danger. I just don't know if staying in this room is the necessary danger. Mott, um, is there, do you know how many, how big this place is? I do not know how big the place is, but I understand its construction. All of the addicts, wherever they come from, the darkened ones, they come here looking for their fix of the drug and then find that someone else has laid a claim to it. So they make their own room, their own territory to try and lay claim to this one so that they control the supply of their drug. So you're saying every room is somebody's little home? Yes. You know if there are three vacancies, she points at the floor. an alternate. Do you know if there is an alternate motive for this? It feels as though the construction of this, especially regarding the companies involved with these trap doors and the markings that we found as of yet, it wouldn't, it shouldn't just be drug, like just drug addiction that, that this stuff is, is, is used for. There must be some, do you, do you know of any other reason for this existing? I know nothing about it, save that there is evil and that I should have stopped it. Hmm. Don't beat yourself up, man. You're doing a great job. I took this from one of the fallen, and she hands you a scrap of parchment. Um, lots of scraps of parchment going around in these tunnels. Um, <laughs> this one is bigger than any of the other ones that you've found. And as you unroll it, it is a map of a large chunk of the tunnels with several um, red circles inked on it and then one red square. The circles, as you look at it, you can f- you can pretty reasonably assume are the three trapdoor rooms that you've found. Okay. Mm. And the square? I, I mean, it's somewhere in the distance. You've not been there. Oh, okay. It is towards Tumbleweb from where you are, like to the west, but it is not in Tumbleweb. Hmm. I would like to leave here, please. I'm sorry, ma'am, that you feel compelled to guard this place forever. I wish you could return to the surface and live a nice life, but I do not want to die down here. Perhaps one day, if the evil leaves this place, I too will leave. Okay. Find us if you do. Yeah, if you do leave this place, you are welcome with us. We. Do you need a hand? Yes, please. And he just holds a hand straight up. (laughs) I'm just going to pick up Jeb and kind of carry him, I guess. Um, Jeb is laying very limply, arms draped over your shoulder. And uh, yeah, just like he just whispers in your thanks, man. I'm just going to go while they finish this conversation. I'm going to follow the same path we took in out. Please, please wait for the big one with the big sword to be nearby <laughs> before you do. Okay, okay, I'll wait. <clears throat> Alan will go and join. He's he said goodbye. Okay. Uh, Zoth will make sure he has okay, and then strap up and 
You ushered yeah into the jar, so he's just chilling in the jar. Yeah. He's good. He's good. He's hey, jarring. Man, you doing okay? Yes, I am well. Good to hear, man. We're gonna get out of here. I know you don't like these rooms. I don't like these rooms. They're not very fun. They're they're, they're not a good vibe. No, they're not. <laughs> this this is what we call a bad vibe. You know, for one size off, I can agree with you. Thank you for teaching me. We have five paths to choose from. Which which shall we descend? Upon? You guys pick. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to suggest that we go back the same way we came in. At least we run into more unpleasantness. That is true. There is something to be said about how useful it would be to simply go from room to room killing occupants. Um, if what our friend says is true, I, it may be more productive to leave and explore other directions and investigate the alternate possible purposes for hey what man, we've been having Haven't enough people died on our watch? I'm just trying to get Jeb out of here. <laughs> All of these things are true. I'm not opposed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to scribble on my, in, in uh, Cole's book. You know, like we've got that little, or he has that map folded up that, that Cole had. I'm okay. going to kind of just make some markings of where we are right now. Okay. Um, and, and as I'm doing this, you know, my arms are kind of draped over uh, Fox's shoulders. So like <laughs> his book is literally in front of Fox and he's got like a little charcoal pencil and he's just like, skitch, 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 skitch. <laughs> just kind of peeking around um, his, his neck. Cool book there, uh, Jeb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. Do you need help carrying? I kind of need to see, though. <laughs> uh, no, I I got Fox. He's uh, surprisingly, you know, for Don't his size, it. you would okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going out the way we came. Yeah. Okay. You head back out the way you came. Um, on your way out, there is nothing else that like accosts you. Just the things you've already seen. And then you get back out into the main, like, dirt highway tunnel. And now you're there. Where Are you going the whole way back to Red Hill? Like, what are, where are you doing? No. <laughs> we can't go back. We man. cannot go back to Red Hill. Um, I mean, you guys don't know that. Well, yeah, we, do. we did I run just, with you outside we, of yeah, the tunnel. We, we, I guess we, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, we showed we up right at the point. We have a suitcase of Wingle Digits that we yeah. haven't talked about. And you don't know about the suitcase of Wingle Digits. You just know I have a suitcase. Only Fox knows. <laughs> Only Fox knows. Hey, where knows. is it being stored? Uh, we I mean, start currently. He's, he's been dragging it around with him. Uh, okay. If he's been dragging it around with him, I feel like Alan would be like, uh, We see the suitcase. By the we way, don't know what's in it. What? What is that? Listen, oh, man, it's just, suitcase. Some, just some some business that I took care of in town. Uh, Jeb's pretty messed up. I, I don't think right now is the time to interrogate Jeb. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, you do you. You got you got your stuff. We got our stuff. You know, it's it's just chill. Well, it's fine. I just um, need a nap, like just a, just a short nap, like a power nap. I think we could all use a nap. We kind should. Like a, a we should find sort. yeah, find a, a place to rest. Um, not back in town. Possibly is. Do we know if there's any other uh, places we could stay, like civilized places within reach? That's not where we just were. Not barbarians. Let me let me look at my map real quick. You take yeah. out your map. <laughs> uh, you t you take a look at it, and there aren't 
There aren't any other nearby like villages or towns or whatnot, but there is another dirt way station fairly close to you that you could probably make your way to, and better yet, it is further west towards Tumbleweb and therefore not in the direction of the town of Red Hill. So Hey, um Owlin. And Jim's, mm-hmm. you know, kinda like draped draped over <laughs> kinda, he's kinda got this little paper in his hand, he's kinda flapping it. Hey Owlin, here. There's a there's a, a thing um one another one of those way stations here and he just kind of like lazily just kind of points a little like two inches to the left he's like wait no and he points two inches <laughs> to the right he's just kind of like is this is, let's go to that one we should have a, uh, a place to something all right uh yes that sounds perfect so we're heading towards that way station Sure, you make yep. it there with no issues. You've got a good map, so like, okay. you you guys make it to the way station with no issues. When you get there, this is an active dirt way station, meaning that there's a security oh. officer. There are people staying there. Most of them are dirt folk who are traveling between yep. different villages, but there's That's also true. some humans down there, and you know, a couple of other races, gnomes and whatnot. Um, you are welcomed in by the security officer, who says, "I'll need you to check your weapons." Oh, he's, man. He's yeah, got, I like, still a, got him on me. He's got like a small locker to the side. He's like, no, I'll, I'll need you to leave them here while you're staying at the way oh. station. You'll Josh, have the key so no one else will be able to get to them. I did realize I never specified that Alan would pick up the throwing axe he threw earlier in the in an encounter. Is Okay, great, cool. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not Alan that kind of DM, will, man. I, I, I wanted to make sure. Sometimes you're a different kind of DM than I expect, and sometimes you're exactly how I expect, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm choosing to make that a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zoth will put in his, like, crossbow and arrows. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, does everyone yeah, leave their weapon? Does anyone not leave their weapons in the locker? Alan will leave, leave his weapons. Jeff, I'm going to have to set you down here for this. Um, I'm going to leave yeah, the dagger. Okay. Yep. Concealed, but I I do remove most of my weapons. Roll a stealth check. Ooh, ooh. Excuse me. Yeah, non nat twenty. All Dirty right. twenty. Dirty twenty. As far as you know, it's hidden. Um, you you guys leave your weapons, and the security officer says, "Excellent. Here's your key." And he hands a key to one of you. Whoever wants to can take it. And over here will be your room. And he leads you to room number four in the lower hallway. Um, it is two rooms away from the security officer. So you're surrounded on both sides by other like guests of the way station. And he explains, you know, in the next hallway, there is the small chapel for anyone who wishes to uh, worship their deity. And there are also the rooms of the workers, you know, various people who are employed here or are working on the tunnel for structural integrity reasons and things like that. Uh, if you need anything, simply call me. Okay, um, I'm going to take the key and check how good the lock is. It's fine. It, you know... Like if you were if you were gonna put it on a scale from like how hard to crack to how easy to crack it is, where like a one would be the easiest to crack and a twenty would be the hardest to crack, it's like a twelve. Can I, <laughs> can I shove like? Um, I got a thing small... for it, Fox. Oh, you 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 do, Jim? Yeah, yeah. Put back whatever I was about to shove in the lock. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeb pulls out his blunderbuss and. Uh, and I'm shoots going the to, lock. 
shoots the lock now. Um, Wait, isn't your blunderbuss in the box? No, I put he put his hunting knife in. Oh, blunderbuss is not a weapon. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? How what? did that happen? You didn't make me roll for it, DM. I told you I put. Oh. Oh, he was just putting his hunting knife in. I. S Dang. Dang. You got me. You pulled one over on me. It's canon. I mean, if you want, if you want me to roll for it, that that's fine. I mean, I was willing to make like a case for it. I was gonna being have like a like a hearing thing. horn or something. Well, I asked but... if anyone wasn't putting weapons in there so I could make them roll stealth. Maybe uh, you said something and I didn't. I didn't hear yeah, you say it. But I stated this before that. But yeah, I mean, I, I won't be. I won't be nitpicky if you want me to roll stealth for it or whatever. That's fine. Yeah, roll stealth for it. The blunderbuss. <laughs> I mean, it's a handgun-sized blunderbuss, so like he could it's, totally hide well, it. Well, so my my thinking was is that it's also like a custom thing. Like it is, it's not like you would see other people walking around with this thing. It, this is a magical implement. That's true. Um, but that is uh, an eleven. Okay. So as far as you know, it's hidden. Okay. And you get to the door where you are, and do your thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to ritual cast alarm. Um, along the edge of the door and along the edge of the room, and he's almost going to kind of look like he's like sh like hitting stakes into the ground. Like he puts the blunderbuss down to the ground and mm. like a nail gun. Yeah, and like makes a perimeter around the room. Cool. It's That's not gonna sick. it's not gonna stop anybody from from getting in, but it'll it'll let us know if somebody. Hey uh, I'm gonna does go make to the chapel real quick. You know. Don't get married. I mean, you can if you want to, but no, no, no. You know, see, see, see what's going on with Kelnor. You know, all that. <laughs> just, just check in with Kelnor and see, like, hey, yeah. what's up, Kay? What you doing? <laughs> you guys, you guys, pretty tight. And you're like, you know. Yeah, man. We vibe cool. together. And anyway, anyone would um, like to join for a uh, spiritual I'm, session for a vibe sesh? For a vibe I'm going to yeah. check in with the inside of my eyelids. I'm a, I'm that's a, good man. Help I love the bit. idea and I'm officially cementing the canon that church services for Kelnor are called Vibe Sesh. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's great. Uh, okay, Jake and Matt, what are Owlin and Fox doing? Sleep. Um, I'm probably just gonna like... Is there a common room? Um, no, it, it's like a one room thing with, with beds in it. So you're kind of in the common room. Well, I meant like in the, for the whole facility. Oh, I see what you mean. No, there's not. Okay. Um, I might see if there's anybody worth talking to in the hallway, AKA just like chit chat, try to gather information. Sure. Um, otherwise might just listen. Uh, okay. Standing and talking is acceptable for a short rest. Uh, also, Grubbug redeemed Cure Wounds. Everybody gets the benefit of a Cure Wound spell. Grubbug has, like, got your backs today. He Vibe does. says yeah, healing. Grubbug Let's says... Go. Let's go. Heck yes. Let's go, Grubbug. I'm loving these vibes. What's the effect of a Cure Light Wound spell again for those who definitely know but maybe have forgotten or want to hear it? Uh, let me see. <laughs> I just like to hear the sound of. Yeah. <laughs> At first level, we like it to hear is your voice, Josh. One d eight plus the spellcasting ability modifier of two. Grubbug. <laughs> of Grubbug. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's a one d eight plus two. Who's rolling that? Do we all roll that? All of you roll that. Oh. 
I'm at full health. Grubbug has given you all the benefits of a vibe sesh with like, like the, the like salt crystals and stuff. Like, <laughs> nice. Um. Okay. So we'll do uh, Zothkug and then we'll do Fox for the duration of this short rest. So Zothkug, you and yeah, the Mykonid walk down to the chapel. You don't see anybody else in the hallway on the way to the chapel and there's no one else in the chapel. So uh, you make it there. What are you doing? The chapel is uh, a really plain kind of fixture. It's not like any one deity. Are there books? Uh, like no. the other one? Okay. There doesn't seem to be a resident cleric here. So it's like, it's okay. a place of, it's yeah. more like the, the places of worship that you see at like an airport where it's yeah. like anybody can go in and do some, some theological so stuff and then leave. Yeah. yeah. Zalkog will just sort of walk up to the front shrine-ish area, whatever, mm -hmm. get down on his knees, sit, you know, vibe, vibe, whichever way he's feeling comfortable. And he'll be like, damn. Hey, K-Man, you know, it's been really hard for us down here. Just just asking to send a, keep, keep sending us good vibes, you know, keep keep us all alive. You know, I don't I don't want any of us to die down here. And then he's going to sit in silence. Be like, chill and vibes, man. chill vibes. As you sit there vibing, you're like, you're vibing, you're chilling. Yeah. You're starting to get that meditation zen that you always get when you vibe, where it's like you become hyper aware of the sensation of like your knees touching the ground and your breathing, you know, you're kind of following your breathing and your mind is getting that clarity that you really enjoy right before a good high where like there's just noise in your mind. <laughs> and so you're like clearing out your thoughts and then all of a sudden behind your eyelids, this bright white flash happens and you're temporarily blinded and in that white flash, you see the torso of a humanoid trying to claw its way out of some kind of arcane sigil in the ground. You're surrounded by the white mists, uh, kind of a la like the um, the animus in um, Assassin's Creed, where it's like everything is kind of white and foggy except yeah. what's directly in front of you. And you see this this humanoid creature trying to pull itself out, but this time the vision goes on a little bit longer than last time uh, you had a vision like this. And you actually are able to get a little bit more clarity on what's happening here. It looks like the the being, as it's pulling itself out, you can see like waves of little flames running across its waistline as it's trying to pull itself out of this thing. And it keeps getting pulled back down. So it's like scarring itself, trying to break free. Uh, you you also are able to identify at this point that it looks just like the paintings that you've seen of the um, the avatar of Zanir, Du Bumblefoot, and it is trying to like claw its way out of this of this thing. It's it's trying and it can't make it, and then it looks directly at you and makes eye contact, and it says, "Find me," and then your vision ends and you are back in your body. And you look at Yeah the Mykonid, and Yeah is looking at you wide-eyed, like, "Did you also see that? You saw that man? I saw something. What did you see? I saw there was a white mist, and there was a being trapped in something, and it it called to me to find it. Yeah, it did that for me too, man. What what is this vibing? What what just happened? <laughs> We were vibing so hard, man, and then we got a premonition 
from 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 the higher being that's kelnor man that's kelnor telling us sending us to find do bumblefoot the avatar of zanir wait i thought zanir was a different god why would how does this work all the gods are friends man they vibe with each other <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that, this is just acceptable for yeah who's just like oh okay i i misunderstood cool there are uh, there are multiple gods with multiple followings you know we all vibe you know some will say like uh oh, you, you gotta follow mine you're like mine's the best mine's right what well, not nah, don't listen to them they're all equal okay they're, they're all valid this is just the one i happen to follow okay let's hop over to fox who is in the hallway trying to mingle with folk um Right. You stand out in the hallway, and at first there's nobody else out there, but you just kind of loiter and wait. And eventually, some people come back into the way station who were perhaps out exploring the local tunnels, like trying to get a sense of where they are or where they're going, or you don't really know where they were. But uh, a, a set of three companions comes into the hallway, and they're walking towards their room. Are you going to interrupt them or anything? Are they all dirt folk? No, they're all humanoids. They are two humans and an elf, in fact. Hail, what brings you down here? Ah, hello. I didn't realize someone else had arrived. Uh, I am between villages here. I'm going to visit family in the western parts of the nation, and, well, I needed to travel down here because it's not so safe up top these days. Uh, my name's Mars. What's your name? Uh, Fox. I'm going to look him up and down. Is there dirt folk to compare him to in a nearby, visibly? Uh, I mean, Jeb is sleeping in the room and you just saw him. What are you... Okay. You just mean size-wise? Yeah, I just I just comically am looking him up and down and think relatives. <laughs> he's, a, the, he's a human, so he's, you know... Full, in the western side? Like like five feet tall or six yeah, feet no, tall, something like that. I, I guess, like, do you have relatives in, down in the tunnels? No, no, I am traveling in the tunnels because it's unsafe above ground to travel so oh. my village is in the kind of central area of the continent in unnamed town.exe and my <laughs> family lives uh to the west uh in the mountains but traveling above ground is not really wise at the moment so i chose to travel down here in the tunnels gotcha what about you what brings you down here i fell in a hole <laughs> where like i uh i think it was like probably uh i just can i guesstimate how many miles within like within give or take 10 uh sure gone? yeah it was like 250 miles east of here <laughs> <laughs> and about like 200 some odd miles east you know we just we're here now um we there's there's more of did you all fall in a hole and somehow wind up here like where are you, you know, going? What what tell me about your travels? You seem like the kind of person who's got an interesting story. So uh yeah, um I guess we sit down in this cramped hall and or just kind of group up. <laughs> sure. And I kind of tell him a very watered down version. I tell him about the fights, right? But okay. I try to keep the details of like personal details out of it. Um so basically just as far as I'm concerned, I'm just telling them we just started traveling west 
no particular reason why um other than it's a place to go um and some of the fights we've had you know crazy that is stuff. a wild story man wow <laughs> I mean, be sure crazy. to tune into the podcast to find out what happens yeah i i figured you, you didn't want me to sit here and like it's crazy that you're, it's crazy that you're telling me that story in like exactly two hour and 15 minute segments <laughs> yeah. <really> interesting. <laughs> so yeah man no it so, was so crazy. where are you going uh, me particularly uh anywhere but home um, but I've tough situation back home. Thinks about the only reason he's running away is because he's being <laughs> stubborn. So he's just like, yeah, tough situation. Mm, I um, understand. I won't press. Uh, that's actually what happened to Yisk here. And Mars mentions to, you know, points over to the elf who's sitting next to him. Yisk had some issues with, uh, you know, his mom turned out to be a tyrannical dictator who was trying to overthrow the local government. And, uh, well, he didn't really want to be a part of it. So he fled and, you know, I'm his bud. So I came with him. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting story that we'll have to talk about sometime. That's fine. But I can only tell it to you in two hour and 16 minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I wish you good luck on your travels. Um, do you, you're heading west as well, right? Yes, we're heading west. We're trying to meet up with Yisk's cousins. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have a up-to-date map, would you? We're using like a old family heirloom kind of map. I didn't know maps could be family heirlooms. Uh, no, we don't. We don't have like a map really. We're just kind of going west and trusting that Yisk has a good sense of direction. <laughs> I, I ask Yisk, what way are you facing now in the hallway? Like, what cardinal direction? And I'm also going to roll to know if I know what direction. <laughs> roll survival. Uh, okay. I got a six. Okay. Uh, he says north, and as far as you know, he's facing north. Okay. Uh, well... <laughs> That's a good sense of direction there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, do you in the behind the people you're talking to, you can see that someone has they they look kind of haggard and exhausted and like they've walked a little bit too long. They're meeting the security officer at the entrance to the way station, and they're like, "I need I need a room for for just the night. I'm just one night. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep going. I just and you notice uh, at their waist." there is a whole version of that uh, crimson scrap of parchment that was the writ of employment for the Bright World Company. They have the whole one is kind of tucked into their waist and then hanging down so you can see the circle with the line through it. You can't see the side with the writing um, on it. Excuse me, fellas. Um, yeah, of I'm course. Safe travels. And they stand up the, and, uh... you know, hop along into their room or whatever. Sure. Uh, Zothkug wants to say something. Yes? Yes, I just wanted to say after that happens, I would be like sprinting back to our room. Okay. Yeah. So you stand up to go over and talk to this person just as like seven and a half feet of orc come barreling through the hallway and like between you and this person, Zothkug just like careens around the corner oh, cartoon Zothkug. style with smoke coming out of his feet. Slow, slow down, buddy. Uh, you okay? <laughs> hey man, um, I, 
It's all vision. Speak. Much clear, much clearer vision. All right, vision. From, from okay, K-Man. listen. I, 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 I love it. I'd love to hear more about it. Please move out of my way. It's something very Behind important. the two of you, the man is now signing his name onto some paperwork and getting ready to check his weapon into the into the weapon. I, I just man, definitely listen, try to push listen, him past man. him. Listen. I just I, I gotta get past. No, no I, I grab him. Listen. Zoth, uh, okay, no. Fox dexterity, Zoth Kug strength. Oh my god. I'm I'm like, Zoth, no. Uh non at twenty, dirty twenty. Uh sixteen. Okay, so he's like, you gotta listen to me, and he goes for, like, the bear hug, but you're really familiar with this tactic, so you just go boneless and then roll through his legs. It's a no-bones day. (laughs) So you make it past Zothkug. And then I shout. Okay. Turn around, and I shout, hey, man, listen, do Bumblefoot's in trouble, and we gotta save him. Okay, uh, Jebediah and Alan, you will have heard that from in your room. Fox, what are you doing? I'm gonna if he's signing his name right. Yeah. I'm uh come up to the security guard, right? Kind of like come up, put a hand on his shoulder, and be like, "Whoa, man, do you know this guy?" The security guard goes, "Well, we've just met. Uh, why should I know him?" Or and uh, like, "Hey, man, what's your name?" I asked the stranger. He kind of squints at you. Who's asking? I'm asking because I I think I uh. I don't like where this is going. Uh, listen, security guard, uh, he might bring trouble in here. I didn't ask why is asking. I asked who was asking. Ah, Fox. Mm. Sir. All right, Fox. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, he's going to roll an insight check on you to try and figure out what's going on here. Um, what is your motive for... My motive is him? to slowly close the distance between me and him to pit pocket the parchment off of him. You yes, got a Wash? shady look about you yourself. Uh, Jebediah would like to say something. Yes, Wash? I would just like to say, like, while this is going on, Jeb's getting up and kind of groggily looking out the door for a very loud Zoth cug and <laughs> has a bit of a scowl on his face. Yeah, Zoth is still standing out there just, like, screaming. Yeah, Alan's I would, uh, in a similar boat. He's just like, what's what's happening? I'll Alan go really to wanted room. to sleep. Go to our room and talk to our more reasonable party members. Uh, the security guard puts himself between the stranger and you, Fox. And he says, okay. now, now, we don't need no trouble between our travelers here. He's got just as much a right to stay the night as you do. Hmm. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Just keep an eye on him. Behind him, the the other guy goes. Now keep an eye on this fox. Is what you should do. May I approach this conversation? Yeah, sure. You 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 also <laughs> slip past a bear no, hug attack. You gotta listen to me. I've had another vision. Do Bumblefoot needs our help. Alan will talk to Zothkug. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah. while Zoth's talking to Alan, <laughs> Jeb just like walks between his legs, his his hat kind of flips back and just is like, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you walk out into the hallway and now see what's going on. Um, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, there there seems to be quite a bit of a ruckus going out there, and you kind of like rub some of the sleep out of his eye. Is uh, is there anything I can uh, I can help with my my grandpa was uh, was a sheriff in uh, in one of the the neighboring way stations. 
Well, what you could do is you could take your party member here back to his room. He's causing lots of trouble for our for our guest here. Fox, what's uh, what's what's going on, Fox? You're normally pretty level-headed and have a very keen intuition about you. Is, is, is there something <laughs> wrong? <laughs> Does that count as a character? Uh, <laughs> what is it called? A character witness? Like <laughs> it's like a wingman <laughs> on a date. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, uh, Jeb, and I, I'm gonna try to convey, like, you know, nod to his belt a little bit. Um, kind of thieves can't, but I know he probably doesn't understand thieves can't. So make a performance check. It's in that one. You rolled so badly, my camera died. Uh, <laughs> and you said, "Don't call attention to it." Well, it, it was timed so well, I had to make the joke. <laughs> um, okay, so you you rolled to confirm that that one there. Let's see how bad you failed. Unconfirmed. Okay. So you're talking to Jeb, but you're also just like pointing with an outstretched arm at the at the writ of employment on the guy's belt. Listen, man, he's one of those people. I'm going to try to play along with it that we've been meeting along the roads and a couple oh, of them yeah. tried to kill us. If you remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been it's been really rough, sir. Um, you know what? And, and I'll, I'll like gesture to the, uh, to the, the guy that's coming in, the guy who has the writ. Mm -hmm. And I say, nothing, nothing against you. You seem like a, like a hardworking individual. <laughs> um, but, um, but officer, if, if this person has a, a pouch of a certain kind of black powder on them, very dangerous substance, um, might be worth just looking into if he doesn't have it then you know that's fine but we we've run into a number of individuals employed by the same company who have had this stuff and they've caused quite a bit of trouble and uh you know we just want everybody to to be safe and if you weren't aware of this you know just wanted to to help you out a little bit well uh what what do you have to say about that mr Rekry? and the man looks up at the security guard and he goes i i don't ha i don't have any of these things I, you can search me. And he holds his hands up and um, Ikrai, you know, deftly and politely searches the man really quickly to see what he's got on his person. And he doesn't find any of the, like, drug fanny packs or whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's what clean. about, what, what, what's what's behind his waist belt right there? I'm going to reach in and try to, like, roughly pat, like, between his waistline and his shirt, but also try to, like, stealthily take that writ. Uh, sleight of hand. With disadvantage because everyone's looking right at you. You're literally calling attention to yourself. Ooh. <laughs> you forgot the first rule of so, pickpocketing, man. I rolled an 18 and 19. The first rule of pickpocketing is to uh, cause misdirection. Uh, so 18 plus sleight of hand, that's a 22. Nice. That's a 22. Uh,. All right, Ooh. you are able. You do that, and and the misdirect works. They both the you know a cry is like, what what are you doing? And the security guard looks closely just to see if you found something, but doesn't realize that you're also lifting the writ of employment. Yeah, man, you got, you guys always like to hide the pouch over here. Oh, okay. You know what? I didn't find it. I'm sorry, man. It's just, I just well, I've, if you're done harassing me. A lot of people from your company have tried to kill me recently for no reason, so 
I'm sorry, I'm a little paranoid. You know what? Here, um, I offer him a, a silver piece. I'm sorry. You know, that's... he he takes the silver piece, looking kind of like obstinate and offended. But as he takes the silver piece, he pawns you a scrap of paper, in like like the way that fellow rogues pawn things. Oh, and, and he says, and I'll, I'll I will bid you good day. And he just stomps off to his room. Uh, with the security guard like following him like you need to sign in you know like, <laughs> <laughs> um looking in your palm you see the the scrap of paper just is like a hastily scrawn uh scratch note you don't even know when he wrote this but he says i think you can help me and that's all it says okay mm. um i'm gonna say hey jeb uh you want to go for like a a walk <laughs> yes that is that is the most important thing for me right now is to go for a walk let's all right. Let's, let's walk. Yeah, he's like so asleep. <laughs> <laughs> as I long as all him. he does is walk and talk, he's still good for that short run. Yeah. I, uh, I I pull him like only ten feet away, just out of earshot of the general hub hub. Okay. Hub hub mm -hmm. hub. Um. We will cut I, to your conversation after we yes. check in with Alan and Zothkug. So Zothkug comes into the room and finally finds someone who will listen to him. What 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 what's happening? You would not what? believe what I saw. So you remember the first vision I had? Uh, refresh me. I'm sorry. I was about to fall asleep. I was so close. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, this is important, though. It's okay. What, so, what's what is it? So when we first stumbled upon, I think it was when we first stumbled upon the the magic um, spike, right, mm. Josh? Yes. The first time the we first stumbled time upon you, one? the first time you made contact with it. When you like touched the field of magical energy underneath. Yeah. So the first sort of magic river trap thing we found. Okay. I saw it. Yes. I had a vision. It was kind of blurry. It was like this white mist, and then in the mist there was like a torso coming out of the ground. Oh. Like that. That was it. And then when yeah. I was praying to Kelnor, I I had that vision again, but it was much clearer. Just I now? Saw, like just just recently tonight? Yeah. Like, like two seconds ago. Okay. When I went to the church, I was praying to Kelnor, you know, we were vibing, we were getting getting, getting the flow going, and I saw a premonition, man. It was Dew Bumblefoot trying to crawl out of out of the out of the ground, I guess. And there was like fire around him and he kept getting pulled down. Then he saw me, man. He saw me, made eye contact, and he's like, Find me, man. He's like, Find me. And then cut away. What what and I was uh, back in the room? What DM question just to refresh me on the lore? What race is Do Bumblefoot? Uh, Do Bumblefoot is a I think he's a wheatling, right? He's yeah, a she's a she's a wheatling. She yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry, she's a wheatling. She's a wheatling. Okay, she's a wheatling and avatar of Zanir. Yes. Yeah, man. Okay, Zanir being the god of stars. The the god of star and, and order. Order. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so this must be connected to what we're discovering. Yeah, right? man. What, do, what yeah, does she seem to be entrapped by? I don't know. Uh, would I be able to make an arcana or any, sure. any knowledge Sure, make an arcana thing? check or a religion check, whichever you want. Uh, I'll do religion. Cool. As far as we know in history, is Do Bumblefoot still alive? Like, is Do Bumblefoot still like a known entity? Yes. Uh, okay. 16 on my religion check. 16 on the religion check. 
you are not able to identify what is binding Dew Bumblefoot other than it's some kind of arcane circle. Okay. Where it is where is Dew Bumblefoot from and like what how where does she like last known location, what's she up to? I mean Dew Bumblefoot the as the Avatar of Zanir is one of the Wheatlings and established the Wheatlings holy city of Oat. So okay. that puts her like last religiously known location in the northeast of Urida. And now, we've been heading west this whole time, right? Right. Now, okay. I mean, as an avatar of a god, like she can travel places, but that's yeah. where she was like established. Like if you wanted to go and meet with her, you would go to Oat. Okay. So. How about non-religiously? Well, that's what time. I'm saying. Like, she what can do the move gossip around, columns say? But, yeah, you haven't read the gossip columns in a while since you've People been magazine for the entirety okay. of this adventure. So, <laughs> Avatar magazine. All right. <laughs> I really think we gotta gotta look into this, man. Maybe this has something to do with magic. Like, Duke Bumblefoot told him how to stop magic. I this is crazy, I, man. Something something like that wouldn't surprise me i guess that some sort of supernatural or maybe they're siphoning the... the magic of this world in order to contain dew are they or could they be siphoning the magic from dew these are all interesting questions and i'm wish i was more awake um i could wake you up man i mean this has woken me up a little bit i guess uh <laughs> i guess what um Wow, we should talk to the rest of the party about this. That would, I mean, they if don't we want to hear it, man. Well, when they're done with whatever they're doing, I'm sure they're up to some, some, something. Um, if if we're not run out of this place uh, in the next <laughs> two hours, um, we should talk to them. And uh, yeah, because uh, um, this, we're going west. This, uh, if we were to pursue this, we would want to. Probably go see the Wheatlings in Oat. Yeah, man. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll talk to them about this. Maybe I don't. Uh, I think maybe try to sleep now and talk to them about it when we wake up or when they run into our room yelling at us about how we need to leave. How yeah, does that man. sound? Totally understand. Perfect. And then Zoth that... will go to like lie down, set up with with yeah, and be like, love like snuggling him or whatever like yeah are you tired yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Zoth goes lays down but he's in like that that like hyper kid state where he's like it's like Christmas Eve night yeah like, like yeah. can't sleep at all like roll a constitution save to see if you can fall asleep okay you want he's got to busy fail. feet under his blankets or no, I guess you want to pass do I want busy to get a high feet. or low you want high Straight okay. plus or, or minus over 10. Over okay. under is 10. I rolled a four and my con saving throw is plus three, so seven, but. Okay, so you don't fall asleep. Yeah. You are just sitting. Now you still get the benefits of a short rest, but you're you're just laying there. How long intends to get a long rest? Is that okay? Like, is that. is that, That's I fine as long as you for. get it. Okay. I thought the group was short resting, but yeah, I mean, oh, if you get yeah. eight hours, you get eight hours. That's fine. Alan would love to get eight hours so we can rage tomorrow. That would um, be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he can be angry. Yeah. I hate being angry on a night of no sleep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Jeb and Fox. Uh, I believe Fox just pulled Jebediah aside for a little a little sidebar. Yes. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm going to quickly be like... Pool. I'm going to 
pull out that uh, writ of employment and be like, hmm? Hmm? Look what I got. Um, we already had, that like, that's the one that we had, right? Yeah, but this one's uh, this one's a full one. This one? This is another one? Yeah. Where'd you get this? Um. Was awful one of those dead guys? No. Just don't, you know, the less you know, the better. I mean, I think that's an incorrect statement. <laughs> in every stretch of the imagination. Well, you know, actually, it leads, and it's related to, um, this. And he pulls out a, I pull out the little crumpled note. And I also hand out the Jeb. Um, so when I so you, gave that you guy think, silver for trouble, you think that I can help you with something? What you know, no, you, no, you can no. just talk to me, Fox, without passing no. notes. Jeb, Jeb. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> All right. When I passed that guy a silver for the trouble, he passed me this note. Okay. Oh. He also had that employment on him. He no longer has it on his person. Oh. Okay. Now I kind of feel bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could always give it back to him. True. Uh, but I definitely think we should uh, check this guy out. I'm going to read the writ of employment. What's his name again? Oh, as it say? E K R A I. E K R A cry. Mm hmm. He's, I cry for example, yeah, I was about to say, for example, this seems to be a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Did so, you yeah, happen just, to see what room he was going in? You know, I room number five, right not. next to yours. Oh, oh. really? Mm -hmm. Okay, then I did. Well, why didn't you say it's so to begin with, Fox? <laughs> why, why, why did you? All right. Well, well let's. Uh, I mean, I'm up. Let's go talk to him. All right. Let's go. Let's go grab it. a couple meat skewers and uh, and some coffee, because I feel like this is going to take a time. We'll offer it as like you know, hey, you just got here. We're offering you, giving you a peace offering, and uh, and True. go say hi. Okay. One silver, not enough of a peace offering. Um, I guess we head back to our room for a second. Okay. Um, I'm just sleeping. to like pick up, you know, stuff like I'm going to pick up like my little cup that I use for camping to fill the coffee with and stuff. And you'll see Zoth like completely bug eyed. Yeah. When you open the door, Zoth is laying in bed, but he's like twitching and his eyes are wide open. Hey, man, are you high? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have no idea how much I wish I was. Oh, it was about this premonition I tried to tell you about earlier, guys. You gotta listen. Sure, go ahead. What's uh, what what happened? So I you know, know, you remember the first vision I had, right? I told no. you about. No. Okay. Well, when we first came in contact with magic at the first trapdoor, I oh yeah that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. So I had that, and then when I came here to meditate and like go to the temple, I had that same vision again, but it was clearer. So that torso coming out of the ground, that was Do Bumblefoot, man. Do Bumblefoot, man. Who and, is Do Bumblefoot, man? He's the uh, the the um, oh the 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 the, the um, avatar of um, Zanir, man. 
Who's Zanir, man? Do, do I do I know of Zanir, uh, DM? Uh, you've probably heard the name. Okay. And I would know what an avatar is. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's pretty that's pretty serious. So, yeah, are you saying I, that there was another another grate with one of those magic things under the chapel that you went to? Oh man, uh, it was just just me and and Kelnor vibing, and, and he sent this to me, and and so Chapel we were there. Eating too much of the magic plants. <laughs> we were there. I mean, that's that's normal though. So it's and like it, this be made eye contact with me and was like, "Find me." help me he's calling for help so we gotta find do bumblefoot and free him man huh um did did you, you you said she was stuck in something yeah she's like stuck in the ground there's like some fire going around her like half her torso's out she'd like climb out and then be pulled back down she'd climb out be pulled back down man she's in trouble and she wants us to hey save her huh what does she look like? Uh, DM, do I have a description? Um, actually, why don't you give us a description, Wash? You created, um, Do Bumblefoot and the Wheatlings. Ah, never mind. It's not important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fantastic story. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if if, if you feel like this amazing divine call to to you know like like help her out um that's probably really really important yeah man i think it could be related to magic too well um cole's story um with you know the visions and the gods and whatnot um hey, yes yeah, saw too man don't no, 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 we're not. We're not doubting you. We're just no. saying that that's that's, that's pretty Fox cool. But, uh, voice. I know we're... his doubting voice. That's his doubting <laughs> voice, man. We we gotta go. We Fox and I gotta go give something back to some guy that we stole from. So we'll be <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be back. In stealing a now? Why are we stealing, man? I didn't know it was an accident. Yeah, he he like tripped. No, and, yeah, like, just like <laughs> just fell into my hands. Out of the guy's belt. You accident and you don't accidentally steal. You know, it's just like it's like habit, you know. It's just, I mean, anyway, Twitch where I just take things from other people. <laughs> I, it's called kleptomania, and it's we'll, a disorder. We'll catch up with y'all. Like, you know, it just. I need help, man. Have you ever stolen anything before, Zothkug? Uh No, but I grew up in a very open city. I don't know what that means, but okay. Anyway, means we're gonna go do it. Steal when it's communism. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, you um, proceed to room number five, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Steal, stealing is bad, Zothka. Don't do it. Um, we're gonna go make this wrong right. And uh, you need Jeb help, man. No, 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 we're good. No. It, it'll be super quick. And and Jeb walks out holding the briefcase, and it's like jingling as he walks out. <laughs> Um, Zofka, still too amped. He's probably going to go find the, the meat and coffee. Sure. The irony wrinkles yeah. in the briefcase. So Owen is find, still sleeping. You find like the classic like three-star hotel continental breakfast stand thing. So there's like um, little like skewers of meat. And then there's some fruit that looks like it's probably not really that great anymore. Like a little overripe. And then there's some like teas and coffees that are just lukewarm at best. 
I imagine the meat skewers have been sitting out too long yeah. so and they've been salted to make up for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Zoth will take all that. That's yeah, oh. that's fine. So Jeb and Fox are going to room number five. You head up to room number five. The door is closed. You knock on the door. Tick, 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 <laughs> and the door cracks open just a little bit. And you see a cry's eye point out at you. And then he goes, oh, thank goodness it's you. Come in, come in. And he opens the door. Okay. Uh, I hand him a meat stick immediately <laughs> as we come in. What is What is this for? What do I? Uh, it's for eating. We just figured, you know, you've been walking a while. We grabbed some on the way in. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Also, um, uh, y- you dropped this earlier. I hand him the the writ of employment, My... as your camera does. <laughs> can so, I can no, I roll to pick your camera it. back up, Josh? What's up? <laughs> can, can I roll to pick your camera back up? Uh, no, you can't roll for that. The camera's Hold just on. really suffering. Oh, snap, I rolled a five. Sorry, you're going to be out of it for a while. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang. Unsuccessful. But yes. Um, yeah, man, you, you dropped on the this. DM, I fudged the roll and made it so my camera succeeded. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, so you hand him the meat stick, you tell him that it's for eating and that he's been walking a long time. Well, thank you. And then you were trying to give him back his writ, I think. Yes. Uh, I was like, hey, man, you, you dropped this earlier. Oh, man. Thanks. I didn't even realize I dropped it. And then he looks at you like, and he goes, "You dropped this, King." Like and he the, looks you like right in the right in your eyes, and he goes, "I didn't even realize I dropped it." And then yeah, he yeah, sort yeah. of like slowly rolls it up and puts it back in his in his waistband, like tucks I'm it gonna, in the same way it was. I'm gonna face twitch. Thieves can't. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Grubbug's gonna suggest a complication to our scene. Uh, Grubbug, oh, go ahead and suggest oh, it whenever you're ready. Oh. Um, oh, no. You thieves can't. Uh, sorry, and he like blinks back. Uh, sure, that's fine. Um, Grubbug, what you doing to our scene? We're not gonna. We're gonna pause until you tell what us you what doing? what gets complicated here. What you doing? How we oh, getting oh, complicated? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> tell mm, me why do you have to go and make the scene <laughs> so complicated? <laughs> I see oh. the way the chat can spend the points to add new scene complications. Wow, that was really good. While we're playing D D, you can see. <laughs> I'm this like three cans of me. caffeine in, so Dang. <laughs> sorry. Security footage <laughs> proves it wasn't dropped. <laughs> the okay, so so you're having that conversation and uh then you hear a knock on the door the security guard swings it open and goes i'm sorry to interrupt but i i just had to let you know that i actually recently observed that this gentleman uh stole from you and he points out the red writ of um the writ of employment he goes he took this from you during the uh recent conversation that you had and i noticed he came back to your room and came here to make sure he wasn't giving you any trouble is is he causing you trouble here sir and a cry goes uh uh no no it was a simple misunderstanding it's okay it's okay he goes, all right, but I'm keeping my eye on you. And then he stands in the corner of the room to, like, take a post as guard. How did he see that? <laughs> After the fact. <laughs> did replay his memory. Do they scry around here? He's a little just grub bug on the wall told him. Yeah, <laughs> he was replaying the, the whole conversation in his mind, and he realized that's why you poked him in the tummy. 
course. I think I saw this in 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 Las Vegas once. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's the security Las guard is now in the room with all three of us. Yeah, the security guard has walked into the room like to make sure that you don't cause any trouble. Thanks for complicating our scene, chat. Remember, you can spend points to influence the adventure. I um, offer the security guard um, my cup of coffee. Well, and I say we're going to be here for, I guess, a little bit. We were just, you know, talking and have a conversation. Um, um, you want some coffee? So I immediately uh, pick up as he if to show coffee. that we're just having a conversation. So, yeah, um, tell me about your aunt you're visiting. Um, it seems like she might be related to my uncle, funnily enough. Uh, and I'm thieves canting this story like, hey, man, what's what's going on? Are you going to have the full conversation with these kids? I love that. Um, <laughs> he he says back to you, um, well, it's actually it's actually not my aunt that I'm going to visit. It's it's my cousins because, you know, my cousin sent me this birthday gift and I just cannot figure out why they would have sent it to me. Uh, underneath you hear, um, I was employed by someone who had never employed me before and I am uncomfortable with the work they required. Whoa, dude, man. Are you, are you cousins always sending you random birthday gifts? Could be a prank, you know. You never you never know with those darn cousins. I know my cousins will always start in trouble. Uh, underneath that, <laughs> uh, be like, uh, listen, I, I think I know that employer. Um, and uh, I, I, I think they're behind some shady stuff. So maybe, maybe I can lend a hand. Um, you know... What can you give me here to help out? You know, what, what do you need help with? Uh, he says to you, yep, they are. And then in Thieves Can't, he says, well, so what's happening is I'm, I was hired to transport these these textiles, these books from like one end of the of the continent to the other end of the continent. And I at first I wasn't really sure what was going on with it. But when I looked deeper into it, I realized that they were all like ancient archival tomes filled with spells. And I couldn't figure out why they would need all of these spells to go from one place to another. But then at one point I tailed my contact who was supposed to deliver the books to me. And I realized that they were stealing them directly out of of the floating library belonging to the Aos Lore Foundation, and then uh, after they would give me the textbooks, I you know I would take them back to the western side of the continent, and I tailed that guy, and he went to this like really really creepy looking like spiral staircase that was hidden inside of a building that was masquerading as like some other business. It was like a front for something, and he went down and down, and I couldn't even see how deep this thing went. It was ridiculous. And then by the time <laughs> that I figured out what was going on, I came back up, and then like just shortly after I delivered the last book full of ancient archival spells magic vanished from the world and i knew like i knew i had done effed up and i i just know what's related and i don't know how to put the pieces together and i've been trying to find any of these people to figure out what's going on and the only lead i have to go on is this writ of employment from the bright world company so that's the only clue i really have but then you mentioned that you knew who they were so i was thinking well maybe it's possible that you might be able to help me find them and, and uncover the you know the rest of this mystery yeah, man, cousins suck. One of them threw my, my uh, rock in my head once, and I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, cousins do be like that. Mm, they do. Thieves can't. Yeah, man, listen, we've gone through this whole adventure, okay? So we found these, like, <laughs> gates underground, you know, and it, we think they're, they've are they somehow managed to, to flow magic underneath. And the fact that, you know, that it's the same company that's also with the logos, and we I think it's multiple companies, maybe shell companies, we don't know. There's this whole thing going on. 
Uh, we're trying to get a little bit to the bottom of it. I don't know why all of a sudden we were, um, but I feel like, you know, I, we got to we gotta do it because we, you know, we were with this one guy. His name was Circle, and he died. So I kind of feel bad for him, even though he was a bit of a drug addict, because evidently a lot of this process involves, like, this weird dust, and it, it, it it's like magic wild magic kind of stuff is crazy stuff don't touch it if you ever see black powder don't inhale it but anyway uh yeah so we got this map uh i can't show you right now because he's watching but I, I i think i think we might know and if we can like confirm with you maybe coordinate we might be able to figure something out um and you know you know how it be sometimes yeah <laughs> good talk guys yeah you're you're absolutely right about it. <laughs> grub bug rest in peace circle i agree with you chat um he Rip. says yeah and the weirdest thing is that it it wasn't even that birthday party that i was at where the present was delivered to me like i also i was at my sister's birthday party and like you should have you should have seen the decorations they chose and thieves can't do saying i haven't even given you all of the clues that i have yet i went to some other location he didn't specify and okay. and I saw like just the beginnings of something weird that I didn't understand. Yeah, no, um, but it, you know, your cousins really need to be wrangled in, you know, given birthday presents at the wrong birthday. I mean, that's kind of rude. Um, yeah, listen, man, I we're I'm a little bit in the dark. You probably know more than I do, but we also got a little bit of information i guess if we can pull our resources together maybe we can get to the bottom of this i don't know i don't know what to do though like do, do, do you know somebody we can trust to like bring this to like is there is there some authority to bring this to? i mean like these seem like pretty large companies i don't know like how much influence they got and i'm, I'm starting to wonder if they have too much you know Yeah, well, well, you know, parties like that require a lot of planning, and I think they probably just didn't put enough effort into planning the party. That's that's what I think mm -hmm. went on. Uh, what he's saying in Thieves Cant is, we should probably talk about this when the security guard's not here. We should probably give this a little time to figure out our next move. I never got invited to parties. And <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> accidentally in Thieves Cant, he says, I've got really bad gas from eating this meat. <laughs> 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 Nikrai uh, just looks at you like a little concerned and he's like I'm sorry man that's tough and if the youths can't what he said is I'm sorry man that's tough <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you know what yeah um you know thank you I wanted to clear that up because I, I I thought I recognized you I'm so sorry that I thought you were somebody else um we'll go all ahead is, and all is you. forgiven all is forgiven let you rest um and i'll 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 i'll, I'll we'll both leave the room and thieves can't i'll make sure that he doesn't gas your room um, <laughs> the under the security guards watchful squinting shady eye you walk out of the room and then go like three steps to the left and then go back into room four <laughs> true Josh. uh yes off will be uh, going back to the church to see if he can get another premonition or more information like where he's, he's, what he is off doing to try and bring back the premonitions oh uh, exactly what he did the first time so he's going to sit down and he's going to going to pray so he's going to sit down at the shrine in a com comfortable ish he's a little squeamish right now you know he's still amped 
but he's like hey k man I, I really appreciate you showing me that if you could just give me a little bit more information you know man like where where we can go who we can talk to man just a little bit to go on and he's gonna sit in silence and just just pray uh roll a d20 with advantage you're rolling a religion check okay First premonition is free. Um, <laughs> That's exactly first, right. First roll on the die is a three. Not great. Second roll is a 19. Much better. And then I have a lot to religion. How much a lot? Uh, plus four. So it'll be 23 total. All right. Uh, so you are sitting there. You're vibing. You're entering your Zen stance. Um, and then at first you think you're about to hear from Kelnor, like the vision is happening. And then you realize that you just were squinting your eyes shut really hard. And it was like kind of creating those sparkle dazzly things. So you relax yourself. And as you finally like relax your eyes and like sit back on your knees, it happens again. Whoosh. You get pulled into the sort of bright white mist of whatever it is. And you see uh, do Bumblefoot, the avatar of Zanir trying to pull herself out of this arcane sigil and you get like a clear picture of the arc you can't identify what it is but you're like top down looking and so you can see the arcane sigil in its in its fullness drawn around her and you can even see that some of the ground around it is grassy um so it's you know outside somewhere in the grass and then there's like a whoosh like the the whole world blurs and whizzes by and then you're in a new location and you see um, a, a black dragon trying to claw its way out of another arcane sigil. And it's, you know, trapped in there with just its wings and its neck are extending outside of it. And it's bloody and like beaten up and bruised and scales are missing all along its neck. And it's trying to claw its way out. And you recognize that this is the avatar of Gomteus, the god of chaos. Um, who was thought to have died in the falling of the Aeos Lore Foundation Tower as he tried to mm. save books and information from it. And then with a whoosh, you blur out of there and into another location. And now you are standing on the top of a mountain peak. And in front of you, um, there is a bright white moose that is looking out over all of Western Urda from the top of this peak. And um, just just sort of staring out, blinking, the moose turns around and looks at you, and you recognize it as Setonia, the avatar of Kotix. And the moose says, um, we need to release them. And then whoosh, you like motion blur away, and you cut to another scene, and you find yourself deep underwater, and you see another arcane circle. And trapped in that arcane circle is um, Lerodith, the avatar of Awara. Um, Laredith is now trapped in this like underwater thing trying to claw her way out but can't and Laredith locks eyes with you and then with a whoosh you blur back into your own body is anyone around <laughs> uh, no it's just you um, okay. yeah the mic uh... had fallen asleep so he did not come with okay. you to the I once again spread back to the room <laughs> <laughs> So nice, you, guys. Jeb and Fox are on their way back to the room, calmly walking, when again, Zothkug sprints back around the corner, <laughs> smoke coming off his heels as he drifts around and sees them. No, I don't feel gassy. Why do you ask, Fox? That's kind of weird. <laughs> so, 
You remember the premonition I told you about like five minutes ago? Yes. Yes. So I went back, to, you know, to, to, to get some, 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 a little bit more information, you know, prey on it, as they would say. And I, I, I saw all of the different um, um, avatars of the gods. So I saw, um, I saw uh, Do Bumblefoot again. I saw with the, the half dragon. What's his name? Oh, um, the, uh, Garlel, Avatar of Gomtus. I saw Garlel trapped. He's a full dragon, oh. by the way, not a half dragon. Oh, sorry, like, sorry. straight up dragon. Full dragon. I saw Garlel trapped. <sighs> I saw underwater. Like, he was in a mountain. The Garlel was in a mountain. Dew Bumblefoot was in some grass area. And then I saw... Um, uh, uh, Lairdith. Lairdith mm-hmm. trapped underwater. And then I saw... <sighs> The avatar of Kotix. Zetonia. Uh, Zetonia. <clears throat> on a mountain. And Zetonia uh, told me that we need to free them all. So all these avatars have been trapped and we need to free them, guys. <laughs> Alright, can you, like, turn back around, go <laughs> pray again, and, like, get, like, a, you know, 10-step program on how to do that? <laughs> Like, cause it seems like every time you're going back, like that's, I mean, once you see a vision, twice you get clear instructions. Can we get clearer <laughs> instructions? I could try, man. And then he sprints <laughs> back to the chapel. Do you think the gods have like a pamphlet that maybe they could give you like a, a brochure? <laughs> Some sort of instructional booklet, you know, manual on how to free avatars? Something as clear and visual as Lego instructions would be helpful. Something like that. That's just like step by step. <laughs> nice pictures, you know. Yeah. Step one. <laughs> it's like Ikea instructions. Uh. <laughs> Josh just draws us up custom Ikea instructions for free. But then it's so dogs. ambiguous that you can't even tell what it's meant to be. <laughs> what order is this supposed to be in? There's no numbers. Um, I'll yeah. also describe the full set of runes that are used because you said I got a top down view. Just of the ones holding Do Bumblefoot, but yes, yeah. you can you can describe that full circle. It's not one that anyone else recognizes. I wouldn't recognize the runes with like Arcana or anything like that. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Interesting. It wouldn't matter what you rolled. Yeah. Um. Well, interesting. Um. I mean, while he goes through that. This is our time to like lay down. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I appreciate I, that I he didn't enter the bedroom and Alan has been able to continue to sleep. That was very <laughs> considerate. <laughs> no, he's too I mean, too hype. It's like the middle of the day, too. It's like... Is it the middle of the day? It's well, like late I'm afternoon. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to take I like mean, a, a 30 When we were nap. back at Red Hill, it was like morning and then yeah. we went out and did our little things and then we traveled to the crack house and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, there's no sunlight um, here. You know, who's to say what time of day it is? Me, because I'm from, and some, you know. And I some people there. would like to rage, such as Alan. Some so people would like, like to rage. <laughs> I know. Um, you so, could say he I mean, literally Fox. never goes to bed angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. It's impossible. Just between you and me. I mean, you know, Zoth, he's, he's got a big heart. And, uh, you know, I don't always, I don't always trust his instincts. Get you know, so sometimes it's kind of kind of hit or miss. I think I don't know, but I mean, I'm a little. I think something's going on here. I mean, this is this is twice 
in a row and he's going back for a third hit or whatever this stuff is <laughs> um either either something is catastrophically wrong with him or he's getting in sync with something all right i mean i've noticed no. that i've noticed that like uh he's been able to to do a lot more you know with his his divine magic and whatnot ever since um that kind I'm gonna, of that. i'm gonna be honest jeb um as much you know grief as i give soft yeah shoot straight with me pup <laughs> this this isn't like him all right normally if, if he is on something he's usually just chilling out to the max eating all relaxing the provisions all yeah you know it's it's a time um honestly this is kind of like just i just wanted to leave my house because my parents were a little overbearing and next thing you know we we just we had to like watch people get murdered and or murder people and you know and all of a sudden we're getting visions from from gods um it's pretty cool huh I, and i would like to point out he's never mentioned kelner yet so i don't i'm not sure if maybe kelner is a figment of his imagination as i thought my parents uh also i, I think I, I don't know man kelner does anyway sorry i'm getting too much into this i was um, gonna say i don't know anything about kelner i just i i don't know man something's up and i i don't know if it's actually the gods or not but i i think it's not wrong what he's seeing i i think i think something's going on with this and uh i don't know man i'm not i'm not really a full adult yet i'm not sure <laughs> if i'm ready to handle a quest from the gods as it per I mean, se tm you look pretty tall to me <laughs> Does your does your species normally get much taller when you re reach adulthood? Uh, no. <laughs> but you know, I I technically I, I I wouldn't be able to do certain rites of passage, um, back in my hometown, certain certain festivals, you know. Um, but you know, uh, that's not the point, either here or there. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, it's a little overwhelming. To think about that and i'd much rather just doubt everything that comes out of his mouth this <laughs> makes me feel better <laughs> well i'll tell you one thing that uh i mean doubt is a uh, it, it can be a comfy place to be because not only do you do you never know if somebody's right but you never know if you're wrong and and it can you know it can help you know get you through some some weirdness but eventually you gotta grow up and face the truth my dude and i know that's intimidating i mean you look look at me you know i i i look i'm the vision of handsomeness and good looks <laughs> and, and wealth and and everything i know but uh but i mean i don't look like i don't have all my stuff together either um and and you know it takes time it takes 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 time and some growing but but the, the, you know there there's a there's a saying back in uh back in my hometown that the uh the strong man doesn't know that he's strong things just feel light mm. and no matter where you are on your path 
you know, it, you're never really going to feel like you're further ahead. You're always going to feel like you are where you are. So whether you feel like you're ready for it or not, might not actually be a good indicator of whether you are ready or not. Wow, that was really deep, Chev. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a dirt. We, we think deep. oh man man um deep in thought deep in heart and deep in debt (laughs) sorry Sorry, what was that last part (laughs) well we'll 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 talk about that some other time jingle 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 (laughs) all right jeb Uh, this is uh, this is a lot to think about i'm gonna i'm gonna go for a walk just get my head cleared yeah I'll come with thanks for talking to me yeah so yeah I I guess I'll go for a walk cool so Um, anyway like I was saying (laughs) 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 Um, okay Owlin yes uh, you are asleep yes you're having your long rest of course as you are sleeping and having your long rest you of course, a dream. Ah, uh, visions to be had all around. It sounds like it seems like it. You have a dream, and in your dream, you are back with your battalion, marching towards the uh, future central hub of the continent of Urida, mm-hmm. and you're getting ready to first pacify the city, and then prepare it for the. Um, semi-annual feast of Kelnor, the month of Mellow, followed by the Day of Great Vibes. Hey. Your army is traveling, and on the way, they set off a trap in the hills. You remember this distinctly. It's it's sort of it's not like a PTSD flashback, but it's like a recurring dream that you have, where you kind of remember these things that happen. And yep. the the trap opens up. It's this huge pit, and the first three ranks of your battalion fall into it, and you are teetering right on the edge of this pit, looking down. And this time, as you look down, instead of seeing them fallen and doing what you did in the moment, which is that you organized a human ladder and were able to actually pull them out of there with your other troops, instead of that, you look down and what you see are a whole bunch of strange equations and arcane sigils written on the ground. And they're blurring and shifting and becoming one over the other. And as they move around, they eventually form into a large circle. And at the center of the large circle, there is a staircase, a spiral staircase that's just leading down deeper and deeper into the depths of the earth. And you look at it and conclude, I want to go down there and you leap towards it. And then the dream ends and you find yourself in whatever other normal dreams you have. But when you wake, that one will have stuck with you. Okay. Okay. Um, Zothkug, you ran back to pray, right? Yes. Uh, Roll me a religion check without advantage. Yep. Fair. I missed the dice tray, guys. What does that mean? I mean, this episode again. brought to you by our new band of the Dice Tray Guys. <laughs> uh, that is an eight plus four, so 12 total. Okay. You pray and you wait and you meditate and you zen and you even try like getting high a little bit and you just do not get any more visions. 
Um, yeah. Fox and Jeb, you are out a wandering. Um, Jeb is trying to continue the conversation, but you actually both find yourselves feeling, well, roll a constitution save, each of you. DC to beat is 12. I uh, got a confirmed nat one. All right, you feel really sleepy. I got a eight, uh, 19. Okay, you uh, you can feel tiredness like kind of at your heels. I mean, you got woken up early out of your out of your nap and everything, but you could you can stay awake. Like you'd be all right to stay awake if you've got stuff to do. Fox, you're like I Whoa. need to sleep. You want me Whoa, to carry Jeb. you back to the room? Oh, just the exhaustion just, just hit me all at once. Just drape your arms over my shoulders. I'll I'll drag you back. <laughs> uh, I, I I look at my height. I look <laughs> myself up and down, and I look at Jeb. Um, Come on, you know, pup, just, I got you. Uh, <laughs> with Jeb so genuinely trying to help, I can't help but just. <laughs> I mean, you could sit on my shoulders if that's more comfortable. It's easy to get on. I I, I just I just put an arm towards him <laughs> to see what he does. <laughs> okay. Come on. He just, he just grabs you. Yeah, like... Pulls okay. you over. Okay. Uh, I, I follow Jeb. So you you take his arms over your shoulders, which at first, literally, he's just standing with his arms, like, draped in front of him, barely touching your shoulders. And as you walk, Fox just kind of goes limp until you're dragging him. Like, he's basically <laughs> laying prone, and you're just dragging him by his hands. Yep. Um it's like as he gets sleepier and sleepier, it's just more, more, and more, <laughs> yeah. and down until he eventually just melts. Tell him just dead he's weight. Just so you're just like, dra it looks like you're dragging a dead body to the room, but you do finally get into the room and you're able to sort of muscle him yep. into one of the cots like, and like you leave him there tucked in. Sir. <laughs> good good evening, y'all. He's fine. I'm just getting him. Yep. How do you do So you, you get him back into bed and he is falling asleep. And then you can either go about your way or go to sleep. What would you like to do, Jeb? Um, I'll 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 lay him down on one of the rugs and kind of roll him up a little bit and and tuck him in. And um, it looks like everybody's going to sleep, so uh, I think I'm going to spend a little time with my uh, with my grandpa's journal. And also, I would like to take as much time as I can tonight to cast identify and um, examine more about the cipher. Okay, great. So you do both of those things. We'll come back to you in a moment. Fox, as soon as you fall oh, like dear. truly asleep in the bed, you find yes. yourself in a dream sequence. You are, it's, it's sort of like an out-of-body experience, so you're watching things happen that could be you or could be someone else. Um, All right. And then you, you realize after a few seconds that you're watching your parents. And what you're seeing is your parents are in some kind of brick and mortar building. And outside there are, you know, iron bars across the windows and stuff. And your father is outside and your mother is inside. There's some meeting going on in the room ahead of you. And your mother is reaching her one hand through the bars, holding a wrapped like scroll case full of papers and your father is catching it. She drops it out the window and her, your father catches it and then immediately takes off running into the darkness. And then the scene changes. It kind of goes dark and then comes back up. And now you're seeing uh, a set of dogs 
catching your parents who are running through the woods with these papers. They've got now four or five of these scroll cases and four guard dogs and then two kobolds chase them down. They get tackled to the ground and caught. The papers are recovered by the two kobolds and then the scene darkens and it comes up again and now you're seeing your parents being tortured and interrogated in the basement of some cinder block building and um they're they're like not saying anything but they're like getting scarred and you know there's there's like bruises and cuts and all sorts of things I'm and then try it to goes, like reach out to them in this vision you try to reach out to them and right as you're about to try and touch them they disappear and the scene goes dark and comes up again now you're on the inside of a cell um with like sturdy oaken bars around it it's in some kind of forest and they are suspended from a tree in this like wooden cell thing and you're seeing them up there and on the ground there is someone in front of them with a um they they've got the the blue robe of like a noble on and then emblazoned over the left um torso is the rod breaking over an anvil logo and they're calling up if you won't tell us who you're working for we'll leave you here to rot and then the scene goes dark and then it comes up again as your parents are now alone in this like wooden cell thing and you can tell that it's been ages because their like hair is matted and frayed and their clothes are all tattered and they're dirty and you see them praying to kelnor and then um, they, as they're praying to Kelnor, you hear a creaking from above you as the tree begins to bend under the weight of this thing that's been hanging on it for who knows how long in a windstorm. And the wind sweeps through and the tree branch cracks and the cell falls to the ground and splits open. And they look up and your mother goes, we're saved. And then the scene goes dark and comes up again and you see scenes of them escaping and as they're rushing through the, the woods here, just like running for their lives, they are talking about like, we'll need to change our identity and, and you know, we're going to dye our hair this color and just sort of coming over how to how to recreate their personalities and, you know, be safe. And then you see uh, scenes of them arriving in the commune with like a little baby you um, in tow and they look totally different. Their hair colors are changed. Their, um, you know, their body height is different because they're changelings They're So they look completely different, but you can still tell it's your parents with like a little baby Fox and they look at each other and they go, he can't know. And then it goes dark and then you wake up. If you'd like to be a part of our content, you can join us on Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash wingbadgergaming. We strive to make our streams as interactive as possible and would love to have you help shape the story we're telling. Special thanks to collaborator and fellow streamer Wash Brunello for being part of this tabletop adventure. From all of us here at the Tavern, we'll see you next week.